serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Almost time for baseball here in Clorinda, Iowa, as the Renegades just getting underway for their second Iowa trip of the season a first one a couple of weeks ago that was met with rain but no rain in sight at least for this first ball game tonight as it is a just a little bit cloudy but a very sunny evening here at the ballpark so we should be in store for a good evening out here welcome in everyone I'm Ben Schmidt thanks so much for listening in on the show me sports network hope to bring you a good broadcast night between the A's and the Renegades. It's going to be a tough task. Don't want to sugarcoat it for the Renegades. Number one, they've lost three straight games thanks to a heartbreaking loss against St. Joe two nights ago where they lost in the bottom of the ninth inning on a walk-off single and then were swept in both ends of the doubleheader yesterday when they came to the ballpark at Vivian Field to play two games and they ended up losing both of those to Carroll. Game one, seven nothing and game two, three to two. Although they did show a lot of fight in the late stages of Carroll. Game two, the game two loss to Carroll, so hopefully they continue that into this evening's ball game. But they're facing a Clorinda A's team that currently stands at 16 and seven on the season. They're tied with the St. Joseph Mustangs 
in that division for first place. St. Joe has one more win, but also one more loss. They currently stand tied, still just under a month left of baseball games to play as we will get into July tomorrow and then have about uh, three and a half weeks of baseball games to play with the All-Star break mixed in there. So lots uh, can still happen for the Renegades, who even after the three-game losing streak, still set just a game and a half back of St. Joe's. Excuse me, not St. Joe. St. Joe is in the A's division. The Renegades sit a game and a half back of Joplin, the Joplin Outlaws, who the Renegades have already faced five times. Those are the two teams currently battling for the top spot in the Renegades division, and the Renegades trail them by a game and a half and a opportunity tonight to get off the schneid for the renegades like i said lost three straight one of them in heartbreaking fashion and the other two a doubleheader sweep last night and as the meeting between the home plate umpire their field umpire and the two managers is just wrapping up here in Municipal stadium that means it's almost time for lineup introductions so i will get those to you here on the broadcast for your visiting jefferson city renegades just minutes away from taking the batter's boxes at Adonis Forte. He leads off and he DHs tonight. Left in the middle stages of yesterday's game one is back in the lineup here tonight. Cole Wagner bats second and plays center field. Luke Fuller continues his streak of playing games all around the diamond. He's in left field tonight and batting third. So we've now seen him play left, right, third, DH, and catcher. I mean... The man can do it all, and he's out and left tonight. Jack Matashek in his scorching hot bat plays right field tonight and bats cleanup. Jackson Lovich, the shortstop, he's in the fifth spot tonight. Colby Ott, the second baseman, bats sixth, followed by the new guy, Andrew Imgarden, plays third base and bats seventh tonight. Imgarden had two hits last night, was big, and they almost come back for the Renegades. Leo Mazlowski, back-to-back games in a row. He plays first base and bats eighth. Bats eighth. Excuse me, not back-to-back games, but he did play in the St. Joe game two nights ago. And then Joe Hersler bats ninth and catches for the Renegades. And one of the Renegades' top-of-the-line starters taking them out. Braden Boyer in his 3.8 ERA gets to start for the Renegades. So one more time for Tay Wagner-Fuller, Matisek, Lovich, Ott, and Garden Mazlowski, Hersler with Boyer on the bump. And as those same nine or ten players continue to head on out to the first base side as their names are called for the Renegades, let's get you the A's lineup for the home Clarinda A's at 16-7. and seven. Tab Tracy leads off and plays center field tonight. Luke Saunders bats second in. He's in right. Will Walsh is batting third tonight for the A's. He's the DH, followed by Cam Kelton in the cleanup spot, playing shortstop tonight. Max Peterson, the second baseman, bats fifth, followed by Conager Sands at third base in the sixth spot. Jared Anderson plays first night and hits seventh, followed by Jackson Powell, the catcher, in the eighth spot, and Nathan Barksdale to round it out in left field. And boy, do the Renegades have a tough task tonight in who they're going to face on the mound. Michael Ramos, who's been one of the best pitchers in the Mink League so far just a couple weeks into the season, Michael Ramos taking the mound for the A's with his 30 innings pitch and a 0.9 ERA. Yeah, you thought Braden Boyer and his 3.9 was good. Boyer has been good, but it does not touch the 0.9 ERA that Ramos is currently sporting. So a tough task for the Renegades against this A's lineup and pitching staff tonight. Pretty much explains why they are 16-7, one of the best teams in the league so far this year. So one more time as we're just about ready for the national anthem here at the ballpark. It'll be Tracy Saunders-Walsh, Kelton Peterson-Sands, Anderson, Powell, Barksdale with Ramos getting ready to take the hill in just a moment. It'll be a battle of the blues tonight between the A's and the Renegades. The uh, A's are wearing all baby blue, both both on the top and the pants. It's kind of similar to the St. Louis Cardinals-style baby blue uniforms, if you've ever seen those. Different a little bit with the numbers. It is bright red on the letters and numbers, but at least the tops and bottom baby blue, similar to the Cardinals. And Renegades, you've seen them for most of the year. They've got the navy blue jerseys that they're wearing with the letter yellow numbering. 
and the gray pants. So that's the uniforms for you. And with that, it's time for the national anthem. So we're going to head to break. We'll be back for first pitch in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal. We're with you all the way. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions when things come out of left field having a game don't want to do that don't want to play an extra commercial hold on one second as i get that skip through sorry about that ladies and gentlemen one of these days i'll figure out how to get through a ball game without playing a commercial in a spot where I didn't mean to but regardless we're just about ready to play some baseball here in Clarinda between the A's and the Renegades another 7 p.m. start like we've seen for most of the season just past 7 p.m. here at the ballpark looks like we're going to be in store for about a 7.05 first pitch but doesn't matter because we're playing baseball and Forte ready to get us going Thanks so much for everyone for tuning in tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you all of tonight's coverage from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Thanks to them once again for getting us here safely this afternoon. And first pitch to Forte snapped off a nice breaking ball there for strike one. Like I mentioned in the pregame, a tough task for the Renegades facing Ramos. ERA under one in 30 innings pitch. This one misses outside. It's now a ball and a strike to Forte. Forte played just over half of the first game of yesterday's doubleheader, then left the ballgame, did not play in the second game. 
Now back in there, lefty hitter, DHing tonight, grounds this one to first on a couple of hops. Anderson's got it, will take it to the bag himself, and we're underway without number one being recorded. As for Tej, retired on the weak ground ball to Anderson. Not a whole lot there for Anderson to do. Once he fielded that one on a couple hops, was easily able to take it to the bag on his own, even though Ramos was on his way over. And they get Forte for out number one. Renegades lead off batter, retired. And now we'll see if Cole Wagner can give the Renegades their first base runner. First pitch to him is in there a strike. Wagner started to go, but believe it was a called strike anyway. Look to find the zone. It'll be Wagner with Luke Fuller to follow. Matashek will come to the plate in this first if anyone can reach. This one lined out to shallow right center field. It's going to just get over the leaping second baseman Peterson, and that's a one-out single. Just found the right spot as Peterson made a leaping attempt at it but couldn't come up with it, and Cole Wagner's on thanks to the Renegades' first hit of the night. Looked off the bat like no one was going to have a play, but Peterson actually got pretty close and leaped up with the glove on the, on the left hand and came up just short so the Renegades have a one-out base runner. Ramos working quickly back in there and pitches one for believe a ball. Nope, called strike to Luke Fuller. So now 0-1. Fuller back into the box lines. This one out to left field. Left fielder out there. Barksdale only having to move in a step or two and makes the catch route number two. Positioned just about perfectly as once Fuller hit that one off the bat, he barely had to move and makes the catch head high and just about two minutes into this ballgame, Renegades already have two batters retired. This game got underway with a Forte ground out. Wagner single to right and then Fuller just flew out to left. So now Matashek steps in. Don't mean he can... Don't need me to keep telling you this. This one lined to right center field. That's going to get in the gap, and that one's going to roll deep into the alley. Matashek's going to make the turn. He holds at first base, and going to third base is Wagner, and the Renegades now have first and third with two out. Wagner easily able to scamper from third up to th from first up to third base on the single. Matashek took a wide turn before smartly deciding to hold as that ball back in quickly. But now the Renegades are in business, even with two outs. We'll see if Lovich can put the Renegades out in front early. Just underway, Renegades facing Michael Ramos. Retired two batters, but also given up two base runners. First pitch to Lovich, hit in the air to center, should be out number three. Tracy now coming in a few steps, makes the catch, and a very quick first inning has the Renegades go scoreless. So we'll head to the bottom of the first. Braden Boyer getting set to take the mound. 0-0 ball game here on the Show Me Sports Network. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Moex, Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex, Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Stock and Norm Direct. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. 
Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Braden Boyer ready to get things going on the mound as we head to the bottom of the first inning. Renegades, despite getting two base runners on, retired pretty quickly thanks to some urgency to swing early on in at-bats. When looking back at the five Renegades that came to the plate, Forte got it out on the third pitch. Wagner singled on the second. Fuller flew out on the second. And then Matuszczyk and Lovich both with the single and the flat on the first pitch of their at-bats. So believe... Going to have to do some quick math here. Starter Michael Ramos was able to stay under single digits in terms of pitches. But did give up the two base runners, so a good sign for the Renegades. If they can hopefully just continue to chip away at it, they'll get something going on offense. As you don't need me to tell you that the Renegades are struggling to score some runs right now. They've, in their past 19 innings, they have scored just two runs. Scored two in the 14 innings yesterday, and then were shut out for the final five two nights ago. So a little bit of a drought here, but a chance to change that and end this three-game losing streak for the Renegades, but they're going to need some good pitching out of their starter tonight. Braden Boyer returns to the hill for this Renegades start last pitched last Friday in Nevada. First pitch he delivers is outside. He'll face Tracy Saunders and Walsh. So far this season, for Boyer sporting a 3.8 ERA, at least according to the official Mink League websites. Back on the hill is Boyer. He'll work out of the windup, this pitch misses low and inside, and now 2-0 on the leadoff hitter, Tab Tracy. Boyer, in that last start, went went seven innings, struck out six, walked two, gave up three hits and three earned runs, got the win in that start as the Renegades went on to win 10-4 in Nevada. That was the start of what was a three-game winning streak. This pitch is just stopping in, and Boyer struggling here with the command. Early is falling behind three balls and no strikes to Tab Tracy. Just underway, 0-0, bottom of the first inning. Boyer facing his first hitter of the night of the of the Clorinda A's. Back on the bump, 3-0 pitch. This one it does find the zone, and now three balls and a strike. A little bit deeper out to direct center field here at Municipal Stadium, then back at Vivian Field. Vivian is 375 to dead center. Out here it's 395, although the 3 has gone missing. So it says just 95 to dead center, but I can confirm that would be a little bit off. This one just finds the outside corner. Tracy actually threw the bat thinking he had ball 4, but Boyer gets the call, and now has came back with two straight called strikes to run it to a full count here. Be something if Boyer can come all the way back to get Tracy, especially after on the 3-1 pitch. Tracy thought he had first base. So now we'll do the three-ball, two-strike pitch. First batter of the ball game for the A's. Boyer in a full count into the lineup, and here comes the 3-2. This one outside, not close, no debate there, and that'll leave Tracy to trot on down to first base with a leadoff walk. So just like the Renegades were able to get at least one batter on in the top of the first, they got two on. Clorinda will send at least one onto the base pass here as Tracy walks to lead it off. So now Luke Saunders will step in, back-to-back left-handed hitters at the top of this lineup for the A's. Righty and Walsh, the DH waits on deck. Looks like back-to-back righties in Walsh and Kelton. So, 
Renegades play straight up. Mazlowski holds the runner Tracy on at first base. A pretty decent sized lead here. And Boyer's going to snap throw off the first base. Back in time safely is Tracy, but Boyer's certainly trying to keep him close there. So Boyer now back on the bump. Will deliver the first pitch of this at bat to Luke Saunders. Plays right field, batting second. Runners going. The pitch is in there. A strike. Throw down is going to be just offline and in there safely for a stolen base is Tab Tracy. And that one was not called a strike. It was a ball just off the outside corner. And so now behind one ball and no strike to Saunders. Not only that, Tracy swipes second base after being thrown after Boyer threw over before delivering the first pitch, Tracy then decides to run and is able to swipe second base. Now a runner in scoring position with nobody out for the ace. Tracy off of second base. They don't hold him on. Lovich plays a little closer to second. Now shifts back. This pitch just finds the outside corner. So now we're at a ball and a strike. For the first little over a half of an inning here. It looks like to lefties that outside corner strike is going to get the call more often than not. Saw it in the last at-bat to Tracy when he thought he had ball four and then that one looked to be borderline. Goes the way of Boyer. This one up and away. Herschel had to jump up to grab that one. It's now behind two balls and a strike. Boyer in that last start when he faced Nevada I don't believe really ran into any trouble until the middle innings. Just give me one moment. I'll confirm that. Just going to have to battle here early yeah Boyer in that last start did not allow any run until the six and actually retired the first 11 batters that he faced not the story here tonight he's falling behind three balls and a strike to Saunders Boyer in danger of walking back-to-back -back hitters to get this ball game going a sit at 16 and 7 Renegades sit at 9 and 12 both very much alive though at the top of their divisions both Clorinda is tied for first, and the Renegades are in second. 3-1 pitch on the way. This one outside, and that's back-to-back -back walks to back-to-back -back lefties. Boyer unable to find the command early, and the A's have two on with nobody out. Tracy was already at second base thanks to the stolen base, so he stays there. But Saunders takes first. It's now the right-handed batting DH. Will, Will Walsh excuse me, will step in with two on and nobody out. And before we even see a pitch to Walsh, first is going to go out and have a chat with his pitcher. Just underway here in Clorinda. First of back-to-back -back games that these two teams will play. We'll be right back here at the same time tomorrow night at this same ballpark. Clorinda, I believe, then comes to the Renegades. Maybe not. Does not look like the Renegades play Clorinda. Oh, they already did play Clorinda. They played Clorinda early on in the season. 1-1, lost one. Boyer will step off the mound and look the runner back. Yeah, the two times that the Renegades and A's already faced was actually the second and third games of the season for the Renegades. Way back when at the start of June, lost the first one 10 to nothing, and then won the second 7 to 6 and 12 innings. So season series at 1 and 1. A's got something cooking early. First pitch is in there. A call strikes now 0 and 1 to Will Walsh. Boyer had fallen behind to each of the first two batters, Tracy and Saunders. Eventually ended up walking both of them. So good to see him jump out in front here to Walsh. Cam Kelton, the cleanup hitter and shortstop, waits on deck. 
Boyer looks out at Tracy at second base and now delivers the 0-1. This one in the air to center field. Wagner moving back a couple steps. Now picks up speed a little bit and makes the catch over the shoulder. That'll allow Tracy to tag up and head to third base. Throw comes into second, so runner at first. Saunders stays put. But now with one out, those runners at the corners for the A's. That ball hit deep enough by Walsh and still going back on it. Then making the catch over the shoulder was the center fielder, Wagner. So plenty of time for Tracy to move up to third. And now a big RBI opportunity for Cam Kelton. We are just recording the first out of this bottom of the first inning. Tracy and Saunders both walk. Tracy now at third. Saunders at second base. And now Kelton, if he could put one in play with the speed of Tracy down at third, likely has the A's a run here. Boyer going to have to go to work. Here's his first pitch. It's one up and outside. Ball one. Can confirm it's just about how Blake described it last night for those who were listening out on the broadcast. Looking out to right field and beyond, there is a, a whole lot of corn. Can confirm Blake was not lying in his analysis. Still a pretty nice, pretty nice view out there. I can't disagree. Pitch on the way, runner going. Herschler won't throw and not allow Tracy to come home. So Saunders steals second base as that one missed outside for a ball. And now two in scoring position for the A's. Saunders took off for second there, and Herschler jumped up like he was going to fake a throw. Never any intention of actually delivering it. Maybe trying to get Tracy too far off at third base. But now runners at second and third, still one out for the A's. And not only that, Kelton also any two, two balls, no strike counts. Boyer looks at Tracy off at third, delivers this one in the air to deep left field. Going after it is Fuller, still going after it. Nears the track, and that one is going to get foul. Didn't miss foul by a whole lot as there's a building just to the left side of the foul foul ball post out there in left field. And that's about where it ended up. And if that ball was just a few more feet to the right, that's a three-run homer because it had the distance to get out over the wall. So Kelton out in front there. Boyer gifted new life after that one. Did not miss by much from being a three-run home run. Runners at second and third. That's Tracy at third. Saunders at second base. One out. We're in the bottom of the first. Two-one pitch. This one in the air. Outgoing is Ott. He's in shallow right center field. Runners won't be able to tag as Ott makes the catch. And that's a big out number two recorded by Boyer. As just a step or two into the outfield grass, Ott made that catch. And an un unproductive at bat for Kelton. Now gives Boyer a shot to get out of the inning with no runs allowed. So it'll be up to Max Peterson, the left-handed hitting second baseman tonight. This inning started for the A's with back-to-back -back base runners reaching on walks. Tracy stole second, then moved up to third on a Will Walsh fly ball. Saunders then just stole second to give the A's second and third with one out, but Kelton just popped up to the second baseman. It's now still two on, two outs. This one on the outside corner once again. At outside corner to lefties is getting called early and works in Boyer's favor. It's now 0-1. Even bigger, the pop-up to Kelton coming just one pitch after he drove one out to deep left field that just went foul to the left side. So now Boyer ahead, no balls and a strike to Peterson. Runners take their leads. This one grounded out to short. Lovich will play it on a hop. He's got to make the throw to first, and it's offline, and that gets past Meslowski. Two runs are going to score. Going on up to second base is Peterson, and a throwing error not only allows the inning to continue, but gives the A's a 2-0 lead here in the bottom of the first. Lovich had to wait back on it as it took a high hop, but still had plenty of time to make the throw, but 
was wide and off to the right side despite Mazlowski's best effort to try and dig it out. Could not do it. So that'll go as two unearned runs. Gets the A's on the board. They now lead two to nothing. And Peterson also on the play moved up to second base. So another runner in scoring position for the A's. Now Conagher Sands will step in. Sands right-handed hitting third baseman. We'll look at a ball that nabs the outside corner for strike one. Sands looking to continue to add to this A's lead here in the first inning. This inning kept alive just to a throwing error a moment ago. Otherwise, we'd be 0-0 headed into the second. But now Boyd looking to bounce back. He's pumped in two strikes to Sands. Renegades now down 2 to nothing. Boyer strike away from sending us to the second inning. He's got Peterson who reached on the air out at second base. Looks back at him and delivers the 0-2. This one grounded weakly. Gets past the glove of Boyer, but Ott's got to play. The throw to first is in time, and that will end the inning. But not before the A's take advantage of a crucial throwing error. Couple walks come around to score, and we'll head to the second with the A's up 2-0 against the Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business hi this is nick hoslog owner of hoslog landscape and design every day my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of by focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving jefferson city and the central missouri area thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the reader's choice awards and jefferson city's best multiple years running when you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com back out on the hill as we head to the top of the second inning here on the show me sports network i'm ben schmidt thanks for tuning in everybody as i'm bringing you all of tonight's renegades coverage here from the doc and norm direct broadcast booth go right in with doc and norm direct mid-missouri's leader and premier group travel group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond they do it all doc and norm is also the official transportation provider of the renegades getting us to all our road games safely efficiently and in style first pitch to odd outside for a ball to book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. Ott pulls this one down the left field, and that's into the outfield for a base hit. Ott's going to make the turn. He's thinking extra bases. The throw into second, the slide by Ott, and he's in there with a leadoff double to get this second inning going. That ball pulled just down the left field line. Third baseman Sands gave a shot at it, but it got past him and into left field. And Ott hustling all the way was into second base with a slide ahead of the throw that was cut off, and the Renegades got something cooking thanks to the leadoff double by Colby Ott. Was hustling all the way out of the batter's box. You could tell once that ball left the bat. He was thinking too, and now the Renegades have a runner and scoring position for the new guy, Andrew Imgarden, who looks at a ball 1-0. Ramos, who has pitched stellar so far this season in 
just a little over an inning. He's already given up three hits. This pitch bends in there. A called strike to Imgurn. Imgurn, in his debut last night, had two hits. Certainly looked good at the plate. And now with an RBI opportunity, looks at one off the inside corner of the plate. And now it's two balls and one strike. Maslowski on deck. Hersler in the hole for the Renegades. And after that, we go back to the top of the lineup. A's lead this one two to nothing after both runs came in on a throwing error. This pitch grounded to first. First baseman's got it. Otto trot on up to third as Anderson takes it to the bag. Out is recorded, but the Renegades move the runner 90 feet closer, and you'll take that. So a productive out for Imgard, and now we'll see if Meslowski can drive in the run. That ball, a bouncing ball, hit right to the first baseman. Anderson was able to field that himself and take it to the bag with no trouble whatsoever. But with it being hit to the right side, Ott moves up to third. First pitch, Meslowski misses outside for a ball. Levi was kind enough to join us on the broadcast in yesterday's game one of the doubleheader. So thanks again so much to him for doing that. Always great to have players on when we have the home games at Vivian Field. His pitch swung on a miss. Now one ball, one strike. Do want to encourage everyone to listen to Saturday's broadcast when you return home to take on a, I believe, the Jefferson City Renegades Legends. This pitch swung on a miss. Now one and two. It will be an exhibition game regardless, but I can tell you surprise new reveal will be done here on the broadcast. Something new that we will be introducing for the first time, so Blake will have that for you, and you don't want to miss it. His pitch way outside now two and two. Once again, that will be on Saturday for the home game at 7 p.m. Renegades will be back here tomorrow night. I'll have that for you just before 7 p.m. Runner at third, one out. That's on two-two pitch to Maslowski. Is in there a called strike three? Beautiful breaking ball, and that ties up Levi Maslowski. That's the first strikeout of the night for Ramos, and a big one as Ott's still out there at third base now with two outs. Ott doubled the left lead off the inning. Imgarn grounded out to first base, but moved Ott up to third, and then Maslowski just struck out looking, and that'll be up to Hersler if the Renegades want to get on the board. Hersler looks at a ball high here. Now one ball and no strikes on the Renegades catcher. Renegades already got three hits. Do not have a run. They trail two to nothing here in the top of the second. Here's the one out of Hersler. This one grounded back up the middle. It's going to be a tough play. Shortstop dives and that's into center field for an RBI single. So Hersler delivers. Odd comes in to score and the Renegades have cut the lead in half. Now two to one thanks to the Renegades catcher coming through with two outs and scoring out from third base. George Stop Kelton gave a good diving effort at it, but it was just past the glove into center field, and Herschel delivers with a two-out RBI single. So already fourth hit of the ball game for the Renegades. They had two in the first, and now two in the second. His first pitch fired in there, a strike to Forte. Already batting for the second time in two innings. Now he grounded out to first base to get this ball game underway. Back in there now. This one swung on a missed. And Forte now behind, no balls and two strikes. Odd, who doubled the left, already in this inning. Imgarn and Maslowski retired, and then Hersler just singled to center for an RBI. 0-2 pitch to Forte, it in the air, left side, that's out of play, and will stay pure put at no balls and two strikes. So Renegades have struck Ramos here early, got the four hits, one run already through an inning and two-thirds. A's have scored two of their own, both unearned runs against Renegade starter Boyer as this one misses outside. It's now one and two on Forte. Looking to potentially keep the second inning going, move Hersler into scoring position, and give Wagner a shot who waits on deck. 
1-2 pitch, way up and away. Powell came out of the crouch to grab it. Now we're even two balls and two strikes. Both times look like uh, Ramos was trying to get the outside corner to Forte. The first miss was closer than the second, but regardless, both balls. So now even two balls and two strikes. Herschel off of first base, 2-2 pitch. This one just below the knees. Catcher Powell tried to steal that one, but did not get the call. So now we're at three balls and two strikes. Runner Herschler will get a head start with two outs here. Herschler just singling home Ott to give the Renegades a run. 3-2 pitch. This one fouled off and will stay put. Herschler will have to head back to first base. Ramos looking to bounce back after just allowing Herschler to single home a Renegades run. Make it now a two-run, two-one ball game. 3-2 pitch. This one in the air. Playable out and left. Barksdale only has to come in a couple steps now. Walking towards it. Makes the catch and that's out number three. But Herschler cuts the lead in half. A's now lead this one 2-1. to one. We'll head to the bottom of the second inning here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracy, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy, Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Boyer back on the bump here in the bottom of the second inning. His first pitch delivered. That's ball one up and outside of Jared Anderson. Face the bottom third of the A's lineup here to get the second inning going. Boyer into the windup 1-0 delivery. This one up and in. It's now two balls, no strikes on the first baseman. He's already made a couple unassisted ground out plays on defense. Now bats here for the first time tonight. Boyer looking for a second strong inning of work. Although did give up the two runs in the first. Only came in because of a throwing error that allowed the inning to continue. So they go, go on his line. Now misses once again to Anderson. Three balls and no strikes. Six A's came to the plate in that top of the first inning where they scored two runs. Two of them walked, other reached on an error as this pitch finds the outside corner. Now 3-1 and one on Anderson. 
Hoyer did not strike anybody out in that first inning. Got a fly out, a pop out, and a ground out for the three outs that he did record. Now looking to face the bottom of this A's lineup and get through the second inning. 3-1 pitch. This one hit out to left field. That's ripped down the line. Would stay fair. It will, and that's going to bounce up against the wall for extra bases. Anderson makes a turn. He's coming to second base. Fuller gets the ball in, but way too late to get Anderson. He's in there with a leadoff double, just like how the Renegades got the top of this inning going. Anderson does the same for the A's, although this ball was struck much better and made it all the way to the wall on one bounce. And trouble now again for Boyer to get this second inning going. He's got a battle with the runner in scoring position. So now Powell stepping in. He's got Anderson out at second base. We'll see if they try and bunt him over. Renegades don't pull anyone on the infield in, so they're not expecting it. First pitch to him is low and inside, so that's a ball 1-0. Nathan Barksdale waits on deck, and then we'll go back to the top and tab Tracy in the hole. Renegades just cut the lead in half, 2-1. A's looking to take that one right back as Anderson's out there at second base. This one fouled off to the left side. That'll get out of play. It's now even a ball and a strike to Powell. Catching tonight, batting from the left side for the A's. Win tonight would put them 10 games over 500 at 17 and 7. Currently tied with St. Joe for first in their division. Renegades lost three in a row. They sit at 9 and 12, looking to avoid what would be a season worst four games under 500. Player longer look at Anderson at second. Here's the pitch outside and down low. So now two balls and a strike. Boyer seemed to find the command a little bit to end the first inning. Didn't throw a ball to either Peterson or Sands, but now has fallen behind to both Anderson and Powell. Something we saw him do to start this game in the first as he snaps one in there now. Ties it back up, two balls and two strikes. Be big here if he can get Powell without allowing Anderson to move up to third base on the play. The grounder to the left side, a strikeout. Pop out would work nice. So now back in is the lefty Powell, and now calls time and steps out as Boyer took a pretty long look in there to the catcher, Hersler. Plane flying overhead out in right field. I didn't even realize we had an airport so close to here. I think he's descending, although I can't totally tell. This one way up and away, and now we're even three balls and two strikes. Just about 30 minutes into this one here at Municipal Stadium in Clorinda, Iowa. Renegades making their second Iowa trip of the season. The other coming at the tail end of the first weekend of the regular season. Boyer looking to retire the first batter of the second. He's got a 3-2 pitch. This one loops shallow left side. And Lovich is going to make the catch at his shortstop position. And exactly what Boyer needed there gets the pop out. And that's out number one. Look to jam the lefty batter there. And not much contact made as Lovich was able to glide on over and make the catch for out number one. So Anderson forced to stay put at second base. Now Barksdale looking to either move him over or bring him in with one out now. Anderson the only hit so far for the A's. Renegades have four hits through their first two innings at the plates. A's only have one but have also walked twice and scored two unearned runs. Boyer's going to step off and look. Anderson back to back to second base. Pardon me. Boyer now back on the mound. Bigger lead for Anderson. Fakes like he's going to go third. He doesn't. This one fouled off. Does Maslowski have a playoff to the right side? Looks like he does. And he makes the catch. Back-to-back pop-outs. Nice work by Boyer. And he's retired the last two. Still leaving Anderson out there at second base. So Barksdale retired as Maslowski 
There's a pretty good amount of foul territory over there off the first base bag. Had more than enough room to make the catch. And Boyer now to out away from pitching a score with seconds. Just gave up his first hit of the night. A leadoff double in this inning to Jared Anderson. But it's since responded, getting Powell and Burke still to pop out. And now he's got to face Tracy, who walked, stole a base, and scored his first time up. Anderson still out there at second boys. Boyer gives him a couple glances. Second base, pardon me. This one misses outside. Four ball, now 1-0. Luke Saunders, who also walked, stole a base, and scored, waits on deck. If this inning were to continue, first base is open. If Boyer were to lose Tracy, looks to be pretty decent speed for Anderson out there at second base. 1-0 pitch on the way. Tried to backdoor his way in there. Could not find it. It's now two balls and no strikes. Looked like Boyer went with the slider there. That one had a lot of lateral movement, but just could not bring it all the way back to that outside corner. It's now two balls and no strikes on Tracy. Renegades trail this game 2-1, to one, bottom of the second inning, two outs and a runner on second base. Boyer looks Anderson at second base, now delivers this one way up and away, and now three balls and no strikes. Looking like we may have a shot at runners at first and second. As Yep, that's exactly what's going to happen, is they'll just go ahead and put Tracy on. As after 3-0, and they just say head on down to first base. That's back-to-back -back walks for Tracy, but now the Renegades set up a possibility to force at first, second, and third. Still two outs. Tracy now officially zero for zero, but has reached base twice. One of the shots is still here with Anderson blocking at second base. So now stepping in, Saunders walked, stole second, and then scored in the first inning on the air. Now a chance to add to an A's lead. First pitch to him. In there, a called strike. Boyer now able to find the zone after missing with three in a row to Tracy. And now I had no balls and a strike on Saunders. Boyer threw five pitches to Saunders in the first at bat, walked him. Now looking to change the fate here and keep the Renegades only trailing by a run. Two runners on. This one nabs the outside corner. There was the off-speed breaking ball he was looking for a moment ago. This time bends back in there for a called strike. And now quickly no balls and two strikes on Saunders. Renegades will have the top of their order due up coming to the plate in the third inning hoping to only be trailing two to one Boyer steps off the mound gonna look Anderson back to second base they don't have anyone holding him on Boyer still off the mound he wants to see Anderson go all the way back to second but with no one there Anderson's saying why should I waste steps Lovich now shades a little bit more towards second base they don't hold him they also don't hold the runner at first Tracy 0-2 pitch on the way. This one swung on and missed. Out number three and strikeout number one for Boyer will end this bottom of the second inning. So pitches around a leadoff double and a two-out walk and will send us to the third. Renegades trailing 2-1 to one on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop.
We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. will take their third crack at Michael Ramos as they come to bat here in this top of the third inning. And as they come to bat, I want to tell you about Walk-Off Wood Bat Company, handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. First pitch to Wagner misses for a ball. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Wagner now on a one-ball, one-strike count, starting this top of the third inning for the Renegades. Looks at one fall on in there for a call strike. So now one and two. Despite the uh, success so far this season for Ramos, yeah, right below one, Renegades have been able to at least put some runners on early. They've already got four hits, scored a run through the first two innings, put multiple base runners on in every inning. And now Wagner in a two-ball, two-strike counts. We'll look at one off the outside corner. He's worked it full to get this second inning, excuse me, third inning going. It'll be Wagner, Fuller, and Matashek, two, three, four in the Renegades order. Do up one, two, three. This one inside, and that's a leadoff walk for Wagner. He took a pitch that just missed low and inside, and he gets rewarded headed down to first base with a leadoff walk. First walk drawn by the Renegades so far tonight. It's Wagner who's now been on base twice. He's single to right, and then now gets the free pass. Now the Renegades a base runner for the third straight inning against Ramos. First pitch to Fuller is outside into the left-handed hitter's batter's box. Now one ball and no strike. Fuller hit a ball to left field that left fielder Barksdale barely, barely had to move for his first time up. He's now bats 0 for 1 with the leadoff batter Fuller on. Excuse me, the leadoff batter Wagner on. Fuller at the plate. 1-0 pitch coming from Ramos. This one does find the outside corner. So now a ball and a strike. Renegades. Gave up two runs in the first. They did come right back with a run of their own in the second. So now batting here in the top of the third. They trail this one 2-1. Two one. Fuller, who homered last week in Nevada, steps in. Grounds this one weakly out in front of home plate. Pitcher Ramos off the mound. He's got one play, and that's the first. So Fuller is retired for out number one. Wagner does move into scoring position, though. But that one was hit just so weakly that Ramos was able to get off the mound and pretty easily get the play at first base. So Fuller is retired for the second straight time, although Matashek now steps in with a runner in scoring position. That's Wagner who walked and then just advanced to second. First pitch to him is swung on a miss as Matashek took a pretty big rip at that one. Swung through and now falls behind. No balls and a strike. That swing was looking to put the Renegades on top, 3-2. to two. On the backswing, that bat I think touched dirt. This one popped up on the infield. Looks like it's going to be playable for the catcher Powell just off in front of home plate. Makes the catch, and no one was at third base, so Wagner's going to tet up 
tag up and smartly moved to third as Sands came in on the pop-up and Wagner realized that and took third base with no one there. So it could prove large if maybe we see a wild pitch, something get away here as even though Matashek is retired on the pop-out to the catcher, Wagner moves away up to 90 feet away. Saw Wagner as soon as that ball was caught take off run and I then quickly glanced to third and realized why he was doing it because no one was there. First pitch swung on a miss to Lovich. Ball that finds outfield grass would tie this game at two apiece with Wagner off at third base. Bats with two outs here. This one up and in. It's now a ball and a strike on Lovich. Lovich flew out to center field with runners on first and third to end the first inning. Flew out on the first pitch of that at bat. Now is here in a 1-1 count. This one upstairs. Now are two balls and one strike to Lovich. Colby Ott, who doubled and scored, waits on deck for the Renegades if Lovich can either reach or even better tie this ball game at 2-2. Two, two. Into the windup, here's the pitch. This one upstairs. Now we're at three balls and a strike to Lovich. Renegades would also take a home run here to give them the lead. Lovich has just one on the season, was hit last, I believe, last Sunday. 3-1 pitch from Ramos coming. This one swung on a miss as Lovich tried to catch up with the heat there. Couldn't do it. It's now a run full. Wagner, who walked, made it to second on the full ground out, then advanced to third on the Matashek pop-outs. Currently leads off at third base. Ramos to strike away from ending the inning. The 3-2 off the outside corner. And Lovich walks to set up runners at the corners with two outs for Colby Otts. Wagner still at third base, but Lovich now at first. We'll see if they want to put him in motion because you would think that Powell would not throw down and give the chance for Wagner to come home and score. And also good speed for Lovich at first base. So certainly capable of swiping one. We'll see if they actually put it in motion. First pitch to Ott, fouled straight back. It's now a ball and no strikes. Excuse me, a strike, no balls. Odd hit the double to lead off last inning down the left field line, then scored on Hersler's RBI single. 0-1 count now as he looks at one that bends out of the zone. It's now one ball, one strike. Both base runners this inning for the Renegades have walked. Wagner's at third. Lovich at first base. Two outs and two on. Renegades trail by a score of 2-1. This one upstairs. And now two balls and one strike. If this inning were to continue, Imgarden waits on deck. Lefty batting third baseman grounded out to first base his first time up. Just about 40 minutes into this one. Renegades currently bat in the top of the third inning. Pitch to Ott is just on the outside corner, and that makes it 2-2. Two and two. Ott not inclined to swing at that one, and now we'll have to go to battle in a two-strike count. These teams have already played twice. Season series currently tied 1-1. One one. Lovich runs this one upstairs. And Lovich will easily take second base on ball three to Otts. And now two in scoring position for the Renegades. Kelton, the shortstop, went to cover the bag. But no chance that they were even going to attempt to throw there. So now 3-2 to Otts. This one hit in the air. Shallow center. Looks like it's going to hang up long enough. And Tracy comes in to make the catch. So despite getting two more into scoring position, the Renegades strain them both, and they still trail this one 2-1. to one. So we'll head to the bottom of the third. A's are coming to the plate on the Show Me Sports Network, and we'll be right back. 
Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Back for the bottom of the third inning here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in tonight for what is currently a 2-1 deficit for the Renegades as the A's come to bat in the bottom of the third inning, the 16 and 7 A's against the 19, excuse me, the 9 and 12 Renegades. Boyer's first pitch hit in the air to deep left center field, going back on his floor, still going back at the track, at the wall, and this ball is out of here for a lead off solo home run by Will Walsh, who left little to doubt on that one whether or not that one was going to leave the yard, and puts the A's back out in front by two runs. They're now up 3 to 1, a first earned run given up by Boyer on the night. That ball hit very well out to deep left center field, and left fielder Luke Fuller did give chase on it, but had no chances that easily cleared the left center field wall. And now it's a 3-1 lead still in the bottom of the third inning for the A's. So now Cam Kelton steps in. Will Walsh is homeward to get this bottom of the third going. Boyer's pitch on the outside corner, a called strike to Kelton. First earned run on Boyer's line. The two that scored in the first both scored via an error, but no doubt about who that one's going to go on is Will is Will Walsh. Muscles one out of here. That one a swung on a miss to Kelton. So now no balls and two strikes on the shortstop. He popped out to second base his first time up. Recorded the second out of the first and looked like it was going to give Boyer a shot to get out of the inning scoreless, but then the error allowed two runs to score. Into the lineup, here's the 0-2 to Kelton. This one hit shallow right field. Maslowski going out. It's bending foul. Now Ott running after it, and a nice sliding grab in foul territory. Ott made that one look smooth and easy and retires Kelton for out number one. Ott was moving so fast that the hat came off of the Renegade's second baseman, and he made the catch and then went into a slide in foul territory and gets the first out of the inning, helps out his pitcher, Boyer. One thing about Colby Ott, he has played really good defense. He's seen him play middle infield, but mostly second base, and can recall a couple times, not only seeing him slide, but go into a full-out dive for a ball. 
So comes like successful there on the slide and gets the first out. And now Peterson, who reached on the air in the first, steps in with nobody on. His pitch way in. So now one ball, no strikes on Peterson. Honiger Sands waits on deck. He grounded out in the first inning. He's now in front 3-1 to one after Will Walsh just homered to get this inning going. Boyer's delivery, this one. Misses low and now two balls and no strikes on Peterson. Boyer now back on the bump. He's behind 2-0. and oh. Here's his delivery, Peterson. This one finds the outside corner for a strike. If you're a lefty tonight facing a, the right-handed, either of the right-handed pitchers and you see a ball that is looking to be just a little bit outside, you better swing because just about all that have been in that location have been called to these left-handed hitters. Now a 2-1 count. Boyer fires one that finds the inside corner, so he goes east and west for the back-to-back -back pitches and now evens things up at two balls and two strikes. Thinking back on Boyer's start, I think this is the most that we have seen him struggle early, giving up the three runs so far, only one of them earned, but it just seems like falling behind in counts, giving up the base runners. It feels like for him, he's gone up to such fast starts in pretty much every game, and then when he's running out of gas near the sixth and seventh inning, then maybe you see teams start to figure things out, but the A's have been able to put together good at-bats early, and now another one here is it's a full count to Peterson. Boyer's wind the pitch. This one fouled off and will stay put right here at three balls and two strikes. First inning, A's sent six batters to the plate. Three of them reached. Last inning, they sent five to the plate and two reached. And now here in this third, the third batter up. One run already in and a 3-2 count. So another long at-bats that Boyer's having to work through. Back on the bump. The 3-2 once again, one out. And this pitch is fouled off. So for a third time here in a moment, we will do the three-ball, two-strike pitch to the lefty batting Max Peterson. Renegades lost their heartbreaking fashion game a couple nights ago in St. Joe and then were swept in the doubleheader yesterday. So they're looking to snap a losing streak. 3-2 pitch once again fell off and it's a long battle between Max Peterson and Braden Boyer continues. We were now at eight or nine pitches in this at bat alone. And Boyer has had to work a little bit more than usual in these first couple of innings. Have not been able to put batters away. Only one strikeout so far. Looking for number two. The three two pitch once again. This one once again fouled just like the previous three. And Neither one refusing to give in. Boyer just keeps firing strikes in there, and Peterson keeps fouling him off. So we will once again do the three-ball, two-strike pitch. Nobody on with one out here in the bottom of the third. One run already in on the solo bomb. So a 3-1 to one A's lead. And the 3-2 pitch from Boyer once again. This one upstairs. And Boyer loses the battle as Peterson will head on down to first with a walk. An excellent at-bat for Peterson, who's now reached for the second time as he fouled off pitch after pitch and then eventually took ball four there. So that's another base runner for the A's. So Conagher Sands will step in with the runner on first base and one out. Boyer really having to work hard here just through the first two and a third innings that he's pitched. First pitch to Sands on the outside part of the plate for a called strike. Sands grounded out to second.
and an 0-2 count to end the first inning. Anderson, who doubled, waits on deck. Ace at 16-7 and flexed the muscle early, scoring three runs here in the first three innings, one of them on a solo bomb that left little to no doubt where that ball was headed. And now Boyer looking to limit any more damage with a runner on first base and one out. As Lusky holds him on, rest of the defense plays straight up as this ball misses outside. It's now one and one on Sands, the third baseman. Boyer now pitching out of the stretch with the runner at first base. Not a bad lead down there at first for Peterson as Boyer's going to throw over and try and get him back. We'll see if they put Peterson in motion. A's had two stolen bases in the first alone. Tracy and Saunders both stole second base at different times in the first. So A's not afraid to put the guy in motion. Not running here as this one finds the outside corner. Great work by Husher behind the plate there. As I think he may have stolen one for his pitcher. But we'll take it. It's now a ball and two strikes on Sands. Peterson who walked currently at first base. Nobody else on. One out. Bottom of the third inning. 1-2 pitch. This one it foul off to the right side behind us. And we'll do the 1-2 pitch again. Boyer, another thing, when he has jumped ahead, has yet to been able to find the put-away pitch, at least so far. We saw just pitch after pitch last at bat to Peterson fouled off. Then the 1-2 pitch there to Sands fouled off. There's been a couple other full counts as well. Boyer only with just one strikeout, and that was to Saunders to end the second inning. 1-2 pitch. This one misses low. Caught by Herschler. Peterson stays put at first base, but now a two-ball, two-strike count on Sands. Hayes, despite leading 3-1, to one, only have two hits so far. Renegades have themselves already four to go with two walks. 2-2 two, two pitch, this one fouled off. Looked to be on the inside part of the plate, and Sands just was able to foul it off to stay alive, so we stay right here at two balls and two strikes. We're having to really work through these first couple of innings. Already getting near a second time through the order. Runner goes 2-2 hit in the air to center. Going after it is Wagner. Still going after it. He may have a shot of double play. He makes the catch. Now going to throw to first. Runner is going to get back in time sliding safely. Is all the way up to second base when that catch was made was Peterson. But he's able to scamper his way on back. But regardless, Boyer gets out number two on the fly out there off of the bat of Connor Sands. Conniger Sands, excuse me. Peterson was off and running on the play, and when he slid into second base and looked up, at first had a little bit of trouble figuring out where that ball ended up. Wagner made the catch and then tried to fire on back to first to get Peterson running back to second, but not enough time to get Peterson. He was move, moving pretty well on his way back to first. So one on, two out. Anderson coming to the plate before that quick meeting at the mound between Boyer and Herschler. Home plate umpire now on his way out there to break it up. Boyer making the start for the Renegades. First time he's pitched since last, I believe last Friday in Nevada. Got the win in that start. Yeah, that was six days ago when he went seven strong innings, gave up three runs through two and two-thirds. He has already matched that in the run category, although only one out of the three earned runs. Quick throw over to first, back in safely is Peterson. Fifth batter of the inning for the A's. They've gone home run, pop out, walk, fly out. 
Now if the quick throw over to first, Anderson and Boyer ready to go. First pitch to Anderson on the outside corner. That's a called strike to get the at-bat going. Anderson hit a one-hop double off the left field wall his first time up. Did not come around to score as Boyer was able to buckle down and get Powell, Barksdale, and Saunders to get out of the second with no damage done. This pitch grounded in the hole right side. That's going to get it into right field and opposite way hit. And then dies in the grass. So going up to third base will be Peterson as once that ball made its way to the outfield, it slowed down by a whole lot and easily moving up to third base is Peterson. And that's one that just found the hole off the right-handed right batter in between first and second base. And now runners at the corners with two outs. Third hit. Now in the bottom of the third inning, third hit total for the A's. They've got two in this inning, now three base runners. And Powell will step in with runners at the corners. Runner going, pitch is hit in the air to center, should get Boyer out of this inning. Wagner coming in, Ott's going to actually go out, and Ott's going to make the catch just into left center field grass, and that ends the inning. So a couple of base runners reach after the home run, but neither of them score as Boyer works around it. So we'll head to the fourth. Renegade trail now 3-1 to one here on the Show Me Sports Network. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartee. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Renegades with work to do as we head to the fourth inning. They trail this one by a score of three to one, thanks to the A's scoring two in the first, one in the third. Renegades did tally home one run in the second, but that's all they've got so far. And not an easy pitcher to do it against is Ramos. Has an ERA below one on the season. He's been excellent in his 30 innings pitched. And now fires in ball one to Imgarn to get this fourth inning going. Next pitch also misses. Now 2-0 will be Imgarn, Maslowski, and Herschler 7-8-9 in the Renegades order trying to get a rally going here to start the fourth. Renegades playing in their ninth ninth away game of the season as this one misses outside. So now 3-0 to Imgarn. 
Ramos has already walked two batters, given up four hits and one run. So Renegades have put decent at-bats together, and they've also had multiple base runners in each of their first three trips to the plates. And they're going to have... Nope, that one's a called strike, is that one. I found the upper right corner of the zone on him. He took a step out of the box, thought that was ball four, but he'll have to come on back now as it's a 3-1 pitch coming. This one swung on, grounded weakly to the first baseman. Coming in is Anderson, takes it to the bag and beats... Imgarden by about a step and a half, and that's out number one, and I believe the third unassisted out recorded by Anderson so far tonight. So Imgarden, despite being up 3-0, Ramos able to rally back, get a called strike, and then a ground out. So Imgarden, two straight ground outs to the first baseman tonight, and that'll bring out Maslowski, who struck out looking his first at-bat in the second inning. First pitch misses outside, so now ball 1-0. I have to tell you, Ramos does work pretty quickly at least with no runners on. By the time the batter's back into the box, he's pretty much ready to go as this one blown past Maslowski, a swinging strike. Now 1-1, one one, Herschler, who delivered the one renegade's run with an RBI single, waits on deck. Pitch on the way. This one bends just off the outside corner of the plates. Now 2-1 and one on the renegade's first baseman tonight. This one fouled off. So now two balls and two strikes on Meslowski, looking to avoid striking out for the second time tonight. If he can at least put one in play here in a two-strike count. Renegade's only trailing by two. Just need a bloop and a blast. And they're right back in this one. But Braden Boyer's also really had to work on the mound tonight. 2-2. Two -two. Called strike three on the outside corner. Not a whole lot. Meslowski could have done with that one. And leaves the bat on his shoulder. So he's rung up looking for the second time tonight. And two quickly retired here in this top of the fourth inning for the Renegades. So Herschel going to have to reach if the Renegades want to keep this inning going. Ramos looking for his first 1-2-3 inning of the night. First pitch to Herschel swung on a miss as Joe went upstairs there and couldn't connect. So now 0-1. Herschel back in. Light wave of the bat over his right shoulder. This one off the outside corner. So now 1-1. One not even leaving the batter's box in between pitches. This is all going to turn out to be a pretty quick at-bat with both guys looking to get things moving. This one lined out to right field. That drops down, and that's the second hit of the night for Herschel. He takes a wide turnaround first, but he stays put, and a wide decision as a good throw back into second by Sands. That's the second straight single for Herschel. He's two for two, and the Renegades will have a two-out base runner, and for the fourth straight inning, have at least one reach. Herschel with his second hit and the Renegades fifth overall through three and two-thirds innings. First one for Herschel was a single to center. That one a well-hit ball to right. And now in steps Forte. This one swung on a miss. So now on one on the Renegades DH tonight. Often seen Forte in center, but Forte DH is tonight. He's grounded out and flown out in his two at-bats. Ramos out of the stretch. Here's the pitch way inside and just ducking out of the way was Forte. That one actually got all the way away and back towards the mound. But Herschler, not enough time to move on up to second. So he stays put. But now one and one on Forte. Forte's been killing it all season long out of the leadoff spot for the Renegades. They could use one putting a gap here and potentially make it a one-run ball game if Forte could do so. Back in there, here's the one-one looping breaking ball, and Forte swung right through it. And now one ball, two strikes. 
Wagner, who's one for one and has reached base twice, waits on deck if the Renegades can continue this inning, but it would mean Forte battling back here. One, two, swung on a miss, and the Renegades will leave a runner on as Forte goes down for the third time tonight, and Ramos strands Herschler at first base. So we'll head to the bottom of the fourth. A's looking to play out on. They lead this one three to one on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions when things come out of left field having a game plan matters farmers insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game we've seen almost everything so we know how to cover almost anything talk to farmers agent christopher scott at 573-896-0131 to see how i can help you stay in the game that's christopher scott at 573-896-0131 we are farmers Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Back to the bottom of the fourth in Corinda between the A's and the Renegades. Ben Schmidt coming to you live from the Dr. Norm Direct broadcast booth. Go riding with Dr. Norm Direct, the Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Norm is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. And it's also the number one spot in the Midwest for a good game of Mafia. To book your spot, your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com. Boyer back out here for the bottom of the four, fourth inning. Fires in a first pitch ball to the number nine hitter, Nathan Barksdale. Barksdale popped out to first his first time up. Now bats with nobody on to get the fourth inning going. Boyer fires in a strike here. So now one and one on Barksdale. After this at bat, we'll go back to the top and Tracy and Saunders. Tracy awaits on deck, but on base both times tonight. A little bit longer before this 1-1 pitch as Burke still stepped out of the box. Now ready to go. The 1-1 coming from Boyer. This one off the outside corner, although Herschler tried to steal it. Wouldn't get the call there, so now it's two balls and a strike. It was clearly a ball, despite Herschler's best efforts to try and bring it back to that outside corner. Just underway in the bottom of the fourth inning here. Renegade trail 3-1 as this one does find the outside corner. Good location delivered there by Boyer, and he's now even things up with two balls and two strikes on Barksdale. Boyer's walked four, given up three hits, three runs, only one earned through his first three innings. Also only struck out one batter. Has a shot for number two here if he can get Barksdale. 2-2 pitch. This one grounded weakly to the right side. Ott's going to come in. Don't know who he's going to feed. It's going to be Boyer in just in time to get the hustling Barksdale for out number one. Heads up play there by Boyer. As Maslowski came off the bag to maybe field the ground ball, but when Ott got it, delivered a perfect throw to Boyer, who was covering, and that one got there just in the nick of time to get Barksdale, so he's retired for out number one. 
Boyer helping himself out there because if he doesn't leave the mound, that's an infield single and a defensive gap for the Renegades. But Boyer heads up there enough to cover the bag. So one out now, nobody on in the bottom of the fourth. Back to the strikeouts with Boyer. Only one through the first three and a third innings. In his seven innings in his last start, he struck out six. So a complete difference joy tonight. He just has not had the put-away pitch. Missed upstairs for a ball, 1-0 and oh to Tracy, who's reached twice both times on a walk. Also stolen a base and scored a run. Straight-up defense for the Renegades. This one swung on a miss as Tracy was laid on the heat upstairs. Now in a 1-1 count. Luke Saunders, who's 0-for-1, a walk and a strikeout, waits on deck. Back-to-back -back lefties here at 1-2 and two in the order for the A's, facing the right-handed pitching Boyer. Got the sign from Herschel. Here comes the 1-1 pitch. This one grounded to the right side. Ott's going to dive at it, and it gets under the glove and into the outfield for a one-out base hit. Would have been an incredible play had Ott made it, but just not enough time to grab that one. And Tracy on for the third time tonight, thanks to that single to right field. See, not play such a great second base so far this season. That's almost the play. He just figures somehow, some way he'll pull out. But despite the diving effort, just not enough glove to get it there. And Matashek was there to back it up and right. So just a one-out single. Tracy already stolen base tonight. We'll see if they put him in motion again. Mazlowski does hold him on. And Boyer's going to fire over to first base. And back with a head-first dive is Tracy. Boyer so far tonight had to really battle in some long at-bats and find strike one here called to Luke Saunders. believe that's the Renegades bullpen down the right field line, but don't really have a good view out there. There's someone up and moving around, but no throwing for the Renegades, just some stretching. through over to the bag there just a moment ago and back in safely was Tracy so still a no ball one strike count on Saunders and it's already a tough task in itself to try and come back against Michael Ramos trailing three to one don't want to let it get any more pitch on the way runners going Herschel's throw it a second and it might have been in time nope and safely with the stolen base is Tracy and Lovich and the ball got there about the same time, and he thought he may have had it, but he actually never even had the ball in his glove as Ott was the one who ended up with it backing up. So Tracy with the second stolen base of the night. Now a runner in scoring position for the A's. Tracy has stolen second twice tonight. Also been on base all three times, twice on a walk. And then just a moment ago on a one-out single. So if he comes around, would add to what is already a two-run lead. Saunders back in. Pitch on the stolen base was a ball, so it's a 1-1 one -one count. Boyer now working out of the stretch. Renegades do have Lovich shade towards the bag at second just a little bit, not holding the runner Tracy on. Here's the 1-1 one -one to Saunders way up and outside. It's now 2-1 and one on the right fielder of the A's. Will Walsh with that deep home run to left center field. His last time up waits on deck. But hate to have him come to the plate with multiple runners on for the A's based on what he was able to do last time he stepped into the box. Check of the runner. Here's the 2-1 pitch. This one's off the outside corner. 
And now Boyer's falling behind three balls and one strike to Saunders. Already walked four tonight in danger of walk number five if he loses Saunders here. I know that has had to work in some pretty prolonged innings. Faced six batters in the first, five in the second, six in the third, and now facing his third in the fourth. 3-1 pitch on the way. This one does find the zone, and now it's run full to Saunders. So Boyer a chance to get out number two here and hopefully leave Tracy out at second base if he can find the strike zone against Saunders, but also in danger of putting two on with only one out for Boyer, who's been sporadic with the command so far tonight. All right, we're ready to go for the 3-2 pitch. Saunders in. Boyer the look to Tracy at second base. Looks again. Now comes home, and this pitch fouled off, so we'll stay put at 3-2. and two. And the same trend continuing for Boyer. Has been able to get to a decent amount of two-strike counts. Just has not had the put-away pitch. Only one strikeout through the first three and a third on the mound. It was a strikeout swinging to the same batter, Saunders. So he's going to put someone away on strikes here. You would think it'd be a chance for him to do it to Saunders. But has not been able to do it to anyone else in the lineup for the A's. Lowich fakes towards second runner going. 3-2 swung on a miss. The throw to third. The tag. He is safe at third, but that's out number two as Saunders goes down swinging. And just in front of the tag was Tracy. Otherwise, almost a strike him out, throw him out, double play to end the inning. Pretty good toss there from Hersler to the covering third baseman in Garden. And so now Tracy with his third stolen base already of the night has him 90 feet away from run number four. But a big out number two as Saunders goes down swinging for the second time in three at-bats. So Tracy now at third. Walsh steps in. One for two with a homer and a flyout. First pitch to him off the outside part of the plate. Might have been up high too. So now one and oh counts. Even bigger too. The pitch to Saunders that he struck out swinging was high. Would have been ball four. But Saunders chase swung through it. Otherwise would have had first and third. But now only runner on third with two outs pitch is in there a call strike as Herschel quickly popped up and faked like he was going to throw down to third did not release the ball though but one and one to Walsh Cam Kelton the shortstop who's 0 for 2 waits on deck if Walsh can continue this trip to the play with the A's batting in the bottom of the fourth inning back in there now Boyer looking to get through four here's the one one away inside didn't miss hitting Walsh by much so now a two ball one strike counts he really can't afford to have Walsh extend this lead. Already trailing by two and struggling to push runs across the plate. And they're facing Michael Ramos, who has been dynamite for the A's so far this season. Check of the runner. Boyer looks to third. Now comes home and misses high. So it's three and one to Walsh. First base open. It's not the worst thing in the world if you lose him here and put him on first base, especially to a guy that took him yard in the last at-bat. So maybe some selective pitching here to Will Walsh out of the hand of Boyer. Oh, he first open, second open as well. Kelton waits on deck. Boyer looked to third, now back home, and here's the 3-1. On the outside corner, good location with that fastball, and now has run it full. Do you see some throwing there down in that bullpen? Just beyond the right side of the outfield. So don't know how much longer they'll let Boyer to go. He's had a really work through three and a third. Now the 3-2 pitch, swung on and missed. And back-to-back -back strikeouts have Boyer out of the inning. 
and I think even a little bit of a fist pump there. Not a big one, but a small win for Boyer as he retires Walsh to end the inning and strands Tracy at third base. So we'll head to the fifth. Renegade trail this one 3-1 to one as coming back out for the fifth will be Ramos. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business cole wagner first pitch to start this top of the fifth inning hits one just off the end of the bat ramos off the mound and he'll make the throw on over to first base for out number one so one pitch that ramos delivered looked to get on the inside part of the bat to wagner and did not hit it all that hard, and Ramos was able to get off the mound and throw over to first, so Wagner retired for the first time tonight, and now pitch to Luke Fuller, misses outside for a ball. Wagner previously had singled and walked, but then grounds out to the pitcher here, and now second pitch to Luke Fuller, misses for a ball. He's over two on the night with a fly out and a ground out, but Renegade's only trailing by two here. They put base runners on, just haven't been able to Get the big hit with runners in scoring position. This one lays to left, but almost right at Barksdale on a line, and he makes the catch route number two. A well-hit ball by Fuller, but not a whole lot you can do there. If that one's pulled far to the left, that's surely for extra bases, but right at Barksdale. And just a couple pitches into this inning, two Renegades have been retired. Only four pitches so far thrown for Ramos, who through the first four innings had allowed five hits and walked two, but only given up the one run. So Matashek in, nobody on two out. He swings first pitch. This one popped up behind home plate. Powell after it, but that's going to get into the stands for a foul ball. We were just a, that ball staying in play away from being a three up, three down, five pitch inning. Boyer, who's had to work in pretty much every minute he's took the mound, was about to have to come right back out before he even got the chance to check his, to catch his breath. Matashek back in. This one bends in there. Call it strike. And now very quickly, no balls and two strikes to the Renegades right fielder. Ramos has really picked things up since the second inning. In the third, fourth, and now the fifth. As this one popped up, it's heading towards the crowd. And that one gets out of play. 
So we'll do the 0-2 again. Since the third inning, Ramos has not allowed a hit, only given on two base runners on two walks. Actually, pardon me, he has allowed a hit. It was to Herschel last inning, but point being he is really locked in and Renegades have not had a whole lot of threats ever since they put up the run in the second inning. 1-2 pitch. Missed to Matter 6. Now one ball and two strike bats. Nobody out. Nobody on and two out. This one grounded out to second base. Peterson coming in. Decide on throw over to first and that's a three up, three down inning for Michael Ramos. His first of the outing. So in an inning that just absolutely flew by the Renegades sent three to the plate and will do nothing on the scoreboard. So we'll head to the bottom of the fifth. Boyer coming back out. Renegades show this one 3-1 to one on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Brady Boyer taking the bump for this bottom of the fifth inning. That's give him credit. Although he has battled, has not had the strikeout pitch tonight, he so far has worked into the fifth, only giving up one earned run, that being the home run. First pitch, the cleanup shortstop is bunted, but bunted right back to the mound, and Boyer easily making the throw to retire Kelton. And Kelton basically just giving it away in that bat there for out number one. Maybe with the infield defense playing back, he was trying to bunt that one down the third baseline, but regardless, almost right back to the pitcher, Boyer, and exactly what Boyer needs, gets one pitch, one out to get this fifth inning going. So now Boyer will face the left-handed batting Max Peterson. He's been on base twice tonight, reached on an air, and also walked. So officially 0 for 1, but on base percentage is perfect today. Boyer's first pitch to Peterson is up and up up upstairs and outside. It's now 1 and 0 on the second baseman for the A's. A's already up 3 to 1. They scored two runs in the first, another in the third. Boyer so far has given up four hits, also walked four and has struck out three, two of them coming to close out last inning. This one in the air to left, Fuller chasing after it, still on the run, picking up speed now, and then makes the catch just in front of the foul line for out number two. Nicely done by the versatile Luke Fuller, who on the season has played catcher, third, left, right, also DH'd. Shows off the wheels there and runs that one down, and 
Three pitches so far thrown by Boyer, and he's got two outs here in the fifth. Almost following in the footsteps of Michael Ramos, who last inning retired the first two Renegades on three pitches. Now all he's got to do is get the number three hitter to ground out on four pitches, and we'd be the exact same. Actually, we're the exact same outcomes for the first two batters. Ground out to the pitcher and fly out to left. So we'll see if Boyer can complete the copycat inning as he misses for ball one, two, Sands. This is exactly what Boyer's needed type of inning like this where he retired the first two working quickly to both has not pitched a three up three down inning so far tonight this one finds his own so now one and one on Sands he's grounded out and flew out there is warming down in the Renegades bullpen looks like can't totally tell who it is maybe number 31 it's either number in the 20s or the 30s Number 31 would make sense as that's Grayson Ironman. This one grounded to short. Should be out number three. Lovich up with it to throw to first. Is in time. And just like in the top of the fifth, Boyer in the bottom half goes ground out, fly out, ground out, and goes three up, three down to send us to the six. So as this game picks up speed, we're going to head to a quick break. Renegade trail three to one on the Show Me Sports Network. Riverwood Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwood Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverwood Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverwood Christian Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Renegades coming to bat in the top of the sixth inning as this game has picked up a whole lot of speed thanks to both starting pitchers really locking in Michael Ramos for the A's and Braden Boyer for the Renegades. Still warming up there in the Renegades bullpen to who I believe is to be Grayson Ironman. So we'll see if they send Boyer back out there for the sixth inning when it comes time. But regardless, it's time for the Renegades to try and put some runs on the board. First pitch grounded to third, but it's off the third baseman. He bobbled it. Lovich is going to beat it out thanks to the error, and he's on to lead off this inning. It was grounded on a hop to Sands, but it kicked almost to look like off the chest, and by the time he recovered, not enough time to get Lovich, who was moving on up to first, and that's a leadoff base runner for the Renegades thanks to the error. So Lovich on for the second time tonight. That'll bring up Ott. He's one for two with a double. A fly out also scored a run when he did hit that double. First pitch hit in the air out to right center. Both the right fielder and center fielder going after it, but it's the right fielder, Sands, who makes the catch and the first out of the inning. And thankfully enough for the Renegades, had the uh, ground ball been play been actually made, they'd be two pitches, two outs, but instead one on, one out. So Lovich reaches on the air. Ott flies out. Now Imgarten will step in with one on and one out. We'll see if 
Lovichuori has a stolen base tonight if they try and get him in a scoring position once again. Imgarn 0 for 2 with two ground outs to first. This one bends off the inside corner for ball one. Mazlowski, who's also 0 for 2, waits on deck. Renegade show this one 3 to 1, coming to the plate in the top of the sixth inning. Looking to strap, snap a three-game losing streak. Lovich going this pitch inside, and it was bobbled by the catcher, Pavel, so no throw will be made to second. And Lovich swipes second for the second time tonight. May have had a shot at a close play there. Had the exchange been made cleanly by the catcher, Powell, but once he bobbled, no chance to Lo get Lovich and didn't even risk a throw down. So now pitch Imgarn hit in the air out to left field. It's playable. Barksdale barely even have to move. Only came in a couple of steps and makes the catch. So despite Lovich moving into scoring position, out number two is made, and it'll take some two-out work by Maslowski if the Renegades want to get on the board. Actually looks like Maslowski is going to get pulled back and Rocker Bomber is going to come in to hit here for the Renegades, bull Renegades first baseman. Pardon me. So Rocker Bomber, the Renegades catcher, as it come on, come on and hit as the Renegades look to score their second run of the game. We'll see if they leave Rocker Bomber in to actually play first base or if they will then switch the defensive alignment come bottom of the sixth inning. Rocker Rammer first at bat facing Ramos and promptly fouls this one and it'll get out of play for strike one. Mazlowski was 0 for 2 with two K's looking. Second of the two really not a call he could do much with. But his night will now be done as Rocker Rammer pinch hitting. Lovich who reached on an air and stole second. Currently at second base is this one in there called strike and Rocker Rammer the new batter quickly behind no balls and two strikes. So Renegades are going to have a new first baseman come bottom of the sixth inning. Gorling, I know one of the first basemen, isn't in uniform, so it won't be him. 0-2 pitch to Rocker Bomber, swung and just fouled off off to the left side. So he stays alive, no balls and two strikes. Don't believe we've seen Rocker Bomber play first, only catch, so I don't know if they'd be inclined to put him in. Catch tonight, Herschler. Forte is also the DH, so they would not move him out of there, obviously not a first baseman. 0-2 pitch, up high, and now one ball and two strikes. So we'll just have to wait and see, come bottom of the sixth inning, what the Renegades do. Regardless, they'd be real happy if Rocket Bomber can cut this deficit from 2-1. to one. Renegades showing 3-1, to one, but a fast-running Lovich out there at second base. Go to lead, the 1-2, swung grounded. Back to the pitcher, Ramos, he's got it, and will run before tossing it over to the first baseman for out number three. So the Renegades pinch hit, try unsuccessful, and they once again are kept off the scoreboard. So we'll head to the bottom of the sixth. A's lead this one 3-1. to one. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. We are state tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at state tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are. State Tech. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need 
need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Braden Boyer back out for the six. A's coming about. And speaking of bats, I'm going to tell you about Walk-Off Wood Bat Company, handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats made with human-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you'll be able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including loser skin bat grips and batting gloves. To find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wildbats.com. First pitch delivered from Boyer to get this sixth inning going. A called strike in there to Anderson, who's been on twice with a double and a single. Boyer was able to work through the last bottom of the fifth inning very quickly through under 10 pitches as this game has really picked up speed as we're almost two-thirds of the way through in about an hour and a half. Boyer overall has pitched well tonight despite having to really battle through some things. Only three strikeouts. He's walked four, given up two hits, only one earned run. Now ahead 0-2 on Jared Anderson. Pitch on the way. This one fouled off and will stay put at 0-2. Was a straight switch for the Renegades at first base, so Rockerbomber stays in at first, replacing Maslowski. believe this would be the first time that Rockerbomber has played a position other than catcher. So showing off a little more versatility with this Renegades roster. Pinch hit try was unsuccessful as the Renegades stranded Lovich at second base. So still a 3-1 ball game. His pitch fouled off again in a sword-like swing by Anderson. Doesn't matter though as he stays alive. Looking to continue what is already a 2-for-2 two two evening. It'll be Anderson, Powell, and Bark still 7-8-9 in the A's order. So a good shot here if Boyer can work through the bottom part of this lineup to get through six innings. Still some tossing down in that Renegades bullpen to what I believe is Grayson Ironman. Surely looks that way. Pitch on the way. This one swung on and missed up and in. And Anderson swung through it. Strikeout number four and out number one of the six for Braden Boyer. Gets Anderson swinging. He's retired for the first time tonight. And catcher Jackson Powell, who's 0 for 2, will now step in with nobody on and one out going in the bottom of the sixth inning. Both pitchers tonight have really locked it in. Ramos through six, only give the one run. He's looked good. Boyer through five and a third, the one earned run given up. Both have pitched well, and if not for the one big difference right now, the Renegades' error, this would be a 1-1 ball game. First pitch to the lefty, Powell was off the outside corner for a ball. Boyer now sitting on four strikeouts, four walks, and four hits. He's certainly picked up steam a little bit in these middle innings. This one finds the inside corners. Now one ball and one strike on Powell. Powell will pop out and a fly out. Barksdale waits on deck. He's also over two with a pop out and a ground out. Boyer, despite nobody on, has decided to work out of the stretch here. Don't know if that's been part of the reason he's been able to figure things out, but a decision he's gone with and now misses upstairs, so two and one to Powell. Renegades seem to have a real shot against Michael Ramos in the first couple innings. Had a bunch of hits, had a couple walks, and were only able to push one run. And now Ramos has really settled in, and it's leaving the Renegades with only three more innings to try and push across at least two runs. The 2-1 pitch was low and inside to Powell. So now Boyers run at 3-1 in danger of walking his fifth batter of the game. 
with Ironman already been working for over an inning down there in that bullpen. You'd think not too long of a leash here in this bottom of the six for Braden Boyer. Renegades straight up defense on the infield. Lefty batter Powell 0 for 2. Back in. 3 1 pitch is in there. A called strike. Good location there on the fastball from Boyer. And he's run it full. Seen Boyer run it full quite a few times tonight. Did it to back to back batters in the fourth. Had it happen against one hitter in the third. A couple hitters in the second. So not a new thing for Boyer. He looks in. 3 2 pitch. This one misses low and inside. And that's walk number five. And a one-out walk in this sixth inning for the A's. So Powell reaches for the first time tonight. He'll lead off a of first base with Barksdale coming to the plate. Boyer hoping now for a ground ball to get him through six strong innings. The Gates have yet to turn a double play. And I don't believe either side has had a double play. Not a whole lot of ground balls hit with runners on. And even if there have been, it's been so weak that there's only been one play. Not a big lead off of first for Powell. Catcher, so I would assume not a big threat to run. First pitch is delivered inside to Barksdale, playing left field tonight. 0 for 2 with a pop out and a ground out. After this, we'll go back to the top of the order and tab Tracy, who's wreaked some havoc for the Renegades. Been on base all three times in three stolen bases. This one in the air, out to right. Matashek coming in, Ott going out. Looks like Ott's going to have a play in shallow right. He makes the catch over the shoulder. And a big out number two recorded for Boyer and the Renegades. We've seen Ott go out on some pop-ups in shallow right center field a bunch of times here tonight. He's converted them all. He's played a great second base and comes up again right there with the catch. And now Boyer now away from completing six innings, but I don't think he's going to get that chance. Coach Demilia out of the dugout. I think he's going to take the ball from his starter. And, yeah, Boyer's giving high fives all around, so that means his night is done. And it looks like we'll see Grayson Ironman coming in out of the bullpen. So with the pitching change, we'll take a quick break. Renegades still trailing 3-1 to one in the bottom of the six. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Woodbat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, 
RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Back here in the Dock and Norm Direct broadcast booth in Clorinda at Municipal Stadium between the A's and the Renegades. Renegades got some work to do. Currently chilling this one 3-1. to one. Renegades have lost three in a row. They sit at 9-12. and 12. A's at 16-7. and seven. A's are tied for St. Joe with first in the division. Meanwhile, the Renegades only a game and a half back of the Joplin Outlaws for first in theirs. But want to stop this slide right here, right now. It's the third game that these two teams have faced off. The A's and the Renegades this season. First two came on the second and third day of the season for the Renegades. Renegades lost the first 10 to nothing before taking the second 7-6 to six in an extra inning thriller. Feels like ages ago when that was a little less than a month ago, but for me it feels like you could have told me that happened last year. Regardless, Grayson Ironman entering the ball game, so Boyer leaves, finishes with five and two-thirds innings pitched, four strikeouts, five walks, four hits, three runs, but only one of those three is earned Although the runner on first base, Powell, still his responsibility. That's the only thing left that could be added to Boyer's line. Overall, certainly looked like he had to pitch through some things. Didn't really have the strikeout pitch working, but still found enough to get through five and two-thirds. Right now in line for the loss if the Renegades can't come back, though. So Ironman now in first pitch, a ball upstairs to Tab Tracy. Been on base all three times. Two walks and a single, and three stolen bases to go with it. Runner at first, Powell is held on. This pitch misses outside out of the arm of Ironman's now 2-0. Battle of the sixth inning. I'm sure the Renegades would love if Ironman can retire the batter quickly here and then potentially give them a seventh inning on the mound too. Ironman sets, looks in, running off a first, and the 2-0 not even close, and Ironman has struggled since coming in with the command. Three straight balls and in danger of putting a runner in scoring position if he walks Tracy here. Tracy's had a good eye at the plate tonight. The two walks speak for itself. And now a pitch away from walk number three. Ironman's delivery, this pitch a called strike to Tracy. Ironman just came in in relief of Braden Boyer. Would assume we'll see a starter Michael Ramos back out for the seventh inning. He's been dealing, only giving up one run. Here's the pitch to Tracy. This one in the air, shallow left center, going out as Lovich. He's going to have to make a tough catch, and he makes it over the shoulder. Nicely done by the Renegade shortstop as he had his back to his infield when he made that catch, but enough glove work to do it right there. So, inning finished off. Ironman does good work coming in, and we'll head to the seventh. Renegade still trailing 3-1 to one our score on the Show Me Sports Network. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. 
running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Renegades coming to bat in the top of the seventh inning, chilling by a score of 3-1. to one. As first pitch to Joe Herschler is pumped in there for a called strike. Second pitch to him misses low and inside. It's now one and one on Herschler of Herschler, Forte, and Wagner. Nine, one, and two for the Renegades. Do up this inning, trailing three to one. Do want to say we do have a new pitcher into the ball game for the age as this one swung on a miss for strike two. A little surprising because Michael Ramos seemed to have really settled in the middle innings. Don't have the for sure pitch count for him, but he finishes with a really good line on the night. I'll give that to you in just a moment. One to count on Hersler. Pitch is swung on a mist and went with the off speed there. Gets Hersler swinging. The fourth strikeout of the night for A's pitching, and that's out number one. Sorry about that. Was trying to figure out who this new pitcher in the ball game is as he fires in strike one to Adonis Forte. So Ramos's final line: six innings, three strikeouts, two walks to go with five hits and the one earned run given up. His next pitch in fire to strike to Forte. He's now behind 0-2. It is a little hard to tell the number, but if it's number 28, that would be Will Walsh, the DH. His pitch fouled off and will stay put at 0-2. So we'll have to see if I can say for sure because with the netting in front, it's way too tough to tell for sure, especially with his back turn. But I believe that is Will Walsh into the game. 1-2 skips in there. Excuse me, 0-2 skips in there. So now 1-2. and two. So Ramos currently in line for the win if the Renegades don't score at least two runs over these next three innings. Ramos would get the win and Boyer would take the loss. 
1-2 pitch. This one lined out to left, but that's foul out of play. Yeah, the more I look at it, I believe that's number 28, so that would make it Will Walsh, the DH, who's hit a homer tonight. Apparently a left-handed pitcher now entering the ballgame in relief. 1-2 on Forte. This one at the knees, but it's just outside, and now it's two balls and two strikes on the Renegades' DH. Walsh looking very quickly, just like Ramos did. 2-2, two -two, comes inside, and that, I think, got Forte. No, it did not. The way he reacted, I thought that that may have got him on the way by, but it didn't. Regardless, it's a ball, so three balls and two strikes on Forte. He's 0-3. for 3. Renegades need base runners. And this one swung on and missed. Forte goes down on strikes. Second straight strikeout in a row, swinging by the new pitcher, Walsh. He's got Forte and Herschler to get the seventh inning going. So Walsh doing it all tonight for the A's. Lefty pitcher, right-handed hitting DH. Already to solo home run so far in this game. And now enters the pitch from the left side. And he's promptly struck out the first two batters he has faced. First pitch to Wagner. Grounded to shortstop. It's going to be deep in the hole. Long throw from Kelton across the diamond. Is not going to be in time as Wagner beats it out. That's an infield single. And the Renegades will bring the tying run to the play here in the seventh. That was a long throw across the diamond by the shortstop, Kelton, and good enough speed by Wagner to beat it out. Renegades get their first hit since the fourth inning, and it's an infield single off the bat of Cole Wagner to keep this inning alive. Michael Ramos went the first six innings before Will Walsh coming in here. DH now pitcher on the mound, and his first pitch to Luke Fuller lined into right field, sinking fast, but the right fielder is going to have long enough to run it down, and Sands makes the catch route number three. That's now two well-hit balls off the bat of Fuller that just turned into out. So the Renegades get a hit, but leave them stranded. So we'll stand and sing here at the ballpark, going to the bottom of the seventh. The Renegades trail this one, three to one. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions when things come out of left field having a game plan matters farmers insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game we've seen almost everything so we know how to cover almost anything talk to farmers agent christopher scott at 573-896-0131 to see how i can help you stay in the game that's christopher scott at 573-896-0131 we are farmers bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Well, when I said before break that we were going to stand and sing here at the ballpark, I was lying, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, for the first time all the season, there was simply just no rendition of the seventh inning stretch. At least not yet unless they're planning to do it very late in this half inning, but doesn't look like it. So one of uh, baseball's great pastimes, I guess, skipped over here in Clorinda. So we missed that. We did have a, a softball throwing competition in between innings between a couple of fans. I believe both were unsuccessful in hitting the targets. 
So that's your update for what's going on here in Clorinda, Iowa, in a game that is moved to the bottom of the seventh inning just under two hours in. Out here in the cornfields in Clorinda. Do have some buildings and some have maybe even homes out there beyond left and center field, but out and right it is just there's a bridge, there's and corn upon corn for miles and miles. So quite the different from the backdrop we have at Vivian, but still a really nice one, nevertheless. Ironman back out, first pitch grounded to first, and that's gonna get foul play, so no play for Rocker Bomber. Ironman came in, got the one battery face last, and then got Tab Tracy to pop out to short. And now Ironman back out for the bottom of the seventh to face Saunders, Walsh, and Kelton. We're going to keep this at a two-run deficit for the Renegades. They've only got six outs on offense to try and scratch across two. Next pitch is in there. Strikes now 0-2 on Saunders. Renegades have used Boyer and now Ironman. Meanwhile, the A's used Ramos and then Walsh for the last inning. With how quickly and efficiently he worked, would assume we'd at least have a chance to see him back out there for the eighth, but... You never know, this pitch misses low and outside. I, I figured Ramos would be out for the seventh, but enough to take him out after six very strong innings. Still in line for the win. Boyer in line for the loss if the score currently stands as it is. Ironman facing his first batter of the seventh. It's Saunders. He's ahead one and two. Pitching out of the windup. The delivery. This one hit in the air foul, and that gets out of play. Off towards the kids on the third base side. There is warming down in the Renegades bullpen. That might be, as I look, I believe Brennan Perkins. That's my first guess, although pretty far down there, down the right field line. One-two pitch off the inside corner. So now we're even at two balls and two strikes. Perkins does wear 23 on the blue jerseys, and that's what I'm making out. And plus, it just from afar looks like the back of, of outfielder and right-handed pitcher Brendan Perkins. That's my guess for next potential Renegades pitcher. 2-2 from Ironman. Swung on and missed. And down on strikes for the third time tonight is Saunders. And out number one here in the bottom of the seventh inning. So Renegades are now punched out five A's batters. Renegades pitching has pitched well tonight. You can't really blame them for what is currently a Renegades deficit. Only giving up three runs, but only one of them earned. Also only allowed four A's to get a hit. Will Walsh, the DH stepping in. He's got a home run. Also a scoreless inning on the mound. I believe it's a scoreless inning. We think that was him on the mound, but I have not confirmed. But I'm I'm pretty sure that's who was out last inning. The fun of summer baseball with ever-changing rosters and numbers and mixing and matching on who is actually playing in the game. 0-1 pitch to Walsh, this one in the air, out to left field, 4 comes in, but now goes back a couple steps, he might have not had a play here, this one's still going back at the wall, and it's down off the wall for extra bases. Fuller can walk on up to second base, excuse me, Walsh can walk up to second base, and he's got a one-out double on a ball that I think Fuller misread off the bat and cost him as that one dropped just in front of the wall out in left center field. So Walsh goes... It's a pretty deep left field for the second time tonight. This one is contained by the dimensions of the ballpark, but still enough for extra bases. So he's got a second extra base hit tonight, and now Kelton, who's over three, a chance to drive him in and put the A's up by three runs. Ironman looks in. Walsh off a of second base. Shortstop Kelton. First pitch swinging. Hits this one in the air to shallow left field. Going out is Lovich. He's calling for it. And just in front of the foul line makes the catch. Route number two. One pitch to retire Kelton. And exactly what Ironman needed there after giving up the long one-out double to Walsh. 
So for the second time in two innings, Lovich makes a catch on a pop-up for an out. And now it'll be up to Max Peterson, who's 0 for 2 if the A's want to get on the board here. We have not seen any scoring as of late. A's scored two in the first, one in the third. Renegades scored one in the second. And that's been it as we currently sit here in the bottom of the seventh inning in a 3-1 ball game. Walsh at second base. Sandwiched in between a strikeout and a pop-out. And now Ironman going to work on Peterson. Misses outside for a ball. Peterson reached on an error. Pretty big error in the first, as that's currently the difference in this ballgame. Then walked, also flew out. So he's 0 for 2. 0 for 2, but been on base 2 out of 3 times. Living right tonight. Ironman checks the runner, Walsh off a second. Long look at Walsh at second base. Now looks in, and time was called with the long look there by pitcher Ironman out at second base. So even though... Ironman delivered the pitch very late. Peterson had called time and was granted time, so pitch does not count. Lefty batting Peterson facing the right-handed pitching Ironman. Renegades have only used right-handers tonight, just two of them, Boyer and Ironman. Walsh, who doubled with one out, leads off a second base, and this pitch from Ironman just misses below the knees. It's now 2-0 and on Peterson. Sands waits on deck. If this bottom of the seventh does continue, first base is open if Ironman were to lose Peterson as a walk. Ironman came in, has now faced four batters, retired three out of four, and relief of Boyer. Ironman, another glance at the runner. Here's the 2-0 and fouled off off to the left side. Now it's two ball and one strike count on Peterson. Looking ahead to the top of the eighth with the Renegades once again. We'll have to try and rally. It'll be the middle of the order, 4-5-6. Matashek, Lovich, and Ott do up for the Renegades. They've... Matashek so far 1 for 3. Meanwhile, Lovich is 1 for 2, been on base twice, and Ott also 1 for 3. Renegade Shale 3 to 1. Bottom of the 7th, 2 outs, runner on 2nd. Here's the 2 1 in there. A called strike at the knees, and now we're even at 2 balls and 2 strikes. Renegades have struck out 5 A's batters so far tonight. 4 for Boyer, 1 for Ironman. Meanwhile, Renegades hitters have been struck out five times as well. Renegades, I believe, are actually out hitting the A's. Renegades have six hits compared to the now five for the A's. Oh, that and the Renegades trail. This pitch swung on and missed off the outside corner into the glove of Herschler back there behind the plate. And Ironman gets the batter. Peterson swinging to end the inning. So after a scoreless inning from Ironman, we'll head to the eighth. Renegades got a rally. They trail 3-1 to one here on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! 
Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more. Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Will Walsh takes the mound for the second straight inning. I'm now absolutely positive that that is Walsh after seeing him hit, seeing the apparel that he has on, especially the white cleats. Now can be sure that that is Walsh, so bats right, pitches left. Pretty good night for him at the ball yard. He's hit a solo home run that currently is aided what is a 3-1 to one A's lead, and now goes back out for a second straight inning after when he came on in the seventh pitch inning. Struck out two batters, looked really good against the Renegades. Did give up the one hit and infield single to Wagner, but worked around that, and now will face 4-5-6 in the Renegades order. Lefty-lefty matchup. First pitch to Matashek is outside for a ball. Matashek, one for three, single to right his first time up, has then since popped out and grounded out. Renegades got six outs to score two runs as this one off the outside corner. So now 2-0 and on Matashek, looked to be close on that outside corner, one that's been called a lot of the night to lefty batters. But Matashek gets the call there, and now is ahead 2-0 and on Walsh. This one grounded, fell off to the right side, so now two balls and one strike. Walsh, like the pitch before him, Ramos working pretty quickly. He's been... Almost ready to go by the time Matashek has stepped into the box. Each pitch in this at-bat. Renegades has the 2-1 pitch looped way inside. And that's going to get Matashek in the back. And the Renegades have a leadoff base runner here in the eighth. Tried to go off-speed and was nowhere near the zone. And hit Matashek almost right between the 2 and the 7. So he'll head on down to first for the second time tonight. Renegades will bring the tying run to the plate. Matashek was already ahead 2-1. But now gets awarded first base, and Lovich will step in as the tying run. It's going to say Renegades in the first of two straight games here in Clorinda. Be back at the same ballpark, same time tomorrow. This pitch hit deep. Left field going after the left fielder at the wall, and he makes the catch on the track. Well hit ball by Lovich, but just did not have enough, and Barksdale ran it down and catches the fly ball for out number one. Off the bat, I thought that one had a chance. But Barksdale at the track makes the catch. And that's an out number one for the Renegades. So Lowridge retired now. It'll be up to Odd to try and get this rally going. Renegades now down to five outs. Staring at them would be loss number four. If they can't scratch across at least two. Matashek hit by pitch. He's at first. First pitch to Ott is in there. A called strike. Ott doubled and scored in the second. Has since flown out to center and flown out to right. Will Welsh on for the second inning of work. Just got the first out of the inning and now forces Ott to foul one off. So no balls and two strikes on the Renegade second baseman. After tonight and tomorrow's game against Clorinda, Renegades traveling back to Jefferson City. Tomorrow night we'll take on the JC Legends Saturday night and then Sedalia on Sunday before back-to-back -back off days on the 4th and the 5th. So enjoy your Independence Day, Renegades, as this one swung on a miss for strike three, and Ott is retired. So after hitting Matashek, Walsh has quickly bounced back, and he's used four pitches to get two outs, and has retired Lovich and Ott. 
So Andrew going a pretty big at bat here, steps in as the tying run. Renegade still held, do have the ninth inning, but gotta really try and get something going trailing by two. First pitch, Imgarn is on the outside corner. That's a strike to the Renegade's third base. When Imgarn had two hits last night, so far tonight though, 0 for 3. Two ground outs and a fly out. Matashek was hit by a pitch. He's at first base. Imgarn fouls this one off to the right side and Walsh a strike away from strikeout number four. He struck out Herschler and Forte in the seventh. Now it struck out Ott in the eighth and has worked ahead. No balls and two strikes on the lefty batting third baseman. Matashek not a big lead at first. He's held on by Anderson. Here's Walsh's 0-2. This one skips in there, gets away, and Matashek will stay put and get away far enough. Probably small, smart call there by Matashek. His run not as big as the one that's in the batter's box with the Renegade chilling by two and no reason when you've only got four outs to play with to throw away one trying to move up to second base. So still at first base is Matashek. One, two, the count now Imgarn. Here's the pitch. Upstairs. And now we've run it even to two balls and two strikes. Rocket Bomber came in to pinch hit in the sixth inning for Levi Mazlowski waits on deck if the Renegades can keep this eighth inning alive. Back into the box. Swung on a miss. Into the glove of the catcher, Powell. And that's another strikeout and out number three here in the eighth. So we'll head to the bottom half of the eighth inning. Coming back out will be Armin as the Renegades chill this one by a score of three to one on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hosloglandscape.com. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Grace and Ironman looking to keep the deficit right where it is for the Renegades. Showing 3-1 to one and have only scored once tonight. That came in the second inning. It's going to be a tall task already in the ninth for Jefferson City and Ironman. Looking to not make it any harder for the Renegades. So, Ironman back out there after pitching one and the third innings already. Has struck out two batters, given up one hit. That one hit being the double by Walsh last inning. Has retired everyone else. He's looked good and will now face the bottom part of the lineup for the A's. He'll face Sands, Anderson, and Powell Barksdale if anyone reaches. So, Ironman into the lineup first pitch to Sands. Is off the uh, so nope, call it a strike. Thought that one was going to miss low and outside, but Ironman gets the call there, so now it's no balls and a strike on the third baseman tonight for the A's. Ironman working a little bit slower. Here comes the 0 1 to Sands, also on the outside corner. Good location there. Herschler set up outside and away and put the glove down, and Ironman almost hit exactly the spot. 
So now Ironman ahead 0-2. He's already struck out two batters. Looks to get Sands here to start the bottom of the eighth. Into the lineup and the 0-2 pitch swung on grounded weakly to third. Waiting back on it is the third baseman Ingarden. The throw to first is high and offline. And Rock Rounder couldn't get the tag on the runner Sands as he went by. So that's going to be an error that allows the runner to reach. Second error committed by the Renegades tonight. It was high and offline, but Rocket Bomber leaped and tried to make a swiping tag on the runner Sands on the way by. Just couldn't do it. So Ingarden's error allows him to reach. And now it'll be Anderson stepping in with nobody out and a runner on base. Ironman taking the mound for the third inning. Came on in the seventh. Now pitches here in the eighth. Excuse me, came on the sixth. Now pitches here in the eighth. As I quickly realized the math on that I was doing there did not add up. Misses outside for a ball. 1-0 now on Anderson. He's 2-3, for three, double a single and a strikeout. Renegades would love a ground ball out of him right here. As Ironman threw over to first. Back in time safely was Sands. Jackson Powell waits on deck for the A's. Don't see any movement down there in the Renegades' bullpen. So it looks like this eighth belongs to Ironman, and he's going to let back-to-back -back reach as this one came way inside and hit the batter, Anderson, and he'll head on down to first base. Shouldn't say that back-to-back -back that Ironman is going to let reach because the first came on an air, but now let's the second one reach on a hit-by-pitch to Anderson. He's on for the third time tonight, and now Herschel are going to very quickly go out and talk with his pitcher. See what they want to do here with Powell coming to the plate. Powell over to a pop-out and a fly-out, but then walked his last at-bat in the sixth. That walk was the second-to-last batter that Boyer faced. And he gets looking to get through eight innings with just two pitchers used, and it would be all they'd have to use if they don't come back in the top of the ninth. Ironman checks the runners. Pitch on the way. Nabs the outside corner. Strike one called to Powell. There's the outside corner pitch that's been called to lefties all night. Ironman was ahead 0-2 on Sands before Sands reached on an error and then just hit Anderson in the back. So that's where they stand, first and second. This one is low. So now 1-1. One one. They do hold the runner Anderson on at first base. That's Rocker Bomber over there. Lovich, the shortstop, pulled a little bit over towards the second base bag, but not a whole lot. Just trying to keep Sands a little bit closer. Renegades have Ott playing way back on the dirt. He looks to only be about a step or so in from the grass out in right center. Pitch coming way inside, and that's a ball. So now 2-1 and one on Powell. Powell did walk the previous at-bat. He did it again here. Would load the bases with nobody out. Ironman now back on the bump. Checks the runner, now looks home, and will deliver. This one just low and away, and that makes it now a three-ball, one-strike count, and Ironman in big danger here of putting the Renegades in a world of hurt, and now there is some throwing down in the bullpen. Looks to be Perkins once again loosening the arm up and warming up in a hurry. Ironman checks the runners, the 3-1. This one misses low, and the bases are loaded with nobody out for the A's here in the eighth. Moving up to third on the play as Sands as Anderson will head to second base. And that's going to lead to a meeting at the mound between Herschler, Ironman, and pitching coach for the Renegades. Looks like we were going to get out number one to start this inning before throwing error allowed Sands to reach. And then since Ironman has lost the control, hit Anderson in the back and then just walked Powell. So now Renegades really can't afford to try and come back by any more than the two runs that they're already trailing by. And 
look to be in store for some more scored by the A's with the bases loaded and nobody out I think it's actually out hitting the A's they have six hits compared to the A's five and yet show this one three to one and potentially in line for some more umpire at home plate now going up to break out the meeting at the mound Horstler now heading back towards home plate one last thing was set out towards in his infield defense and now looks like we're going to be ready to go for this bases loaded at bat it'll be the number nine here Nathan Barksdale he's 0 for 3 Renegades really need a ground ball here and they have the corner infielders pulled in trying to cut down the runner at home so big work for Ironman now and here we go first pitch on the way to Barksdale is promptly swung on and missed for strike one all three that have come to the plate in this inning for the 16 and 7 Clorinda A's have reached and now nowhere to put Barksdale Renegades already trailing three to one in the bottom of the eighth Ironman ahead 0 and 1 longer look into Hersler and now we'll deliver the 0 1 this one low and inside it's now a ball and a strike the recent walk to Powell was the first walk that Ironman had issued and is inning and a third of work Perkins still warming down in the bullpen would have to guess here if Barksdale reaches that it may be the end of the line pitches hit in the air to left this one Fuller going back on it still going back he's at the track and he makes the running grab at the track but regardless a run will come in to score gets the ball in quickly and jogging on home will be sand so an unearned run put on Ironman's line thankfully for the Renegades does get out number one no other runners tag up but that's a big one it's now a 4-1 ball game in favor of the ace So Anderson still at second, Powell at first with Sands now in. Reached on an error, otherwise it would still be a 3-1 ball game. But Barksdale with the RBI stack flying. Now we go back to the top with Tracy stepping in with two on and one out now. Ironman working out of the stretch with bases no longer full. First pitch is up and away. Herschel out of the crouch to grab it. And now 1-0 on Tracy. A's don't even have a hit yet this inning yet have pushed across a run and have two more on the base pass even one more run scores this inning would feel like it'd just be just about enough to put this game out of reach so Ironman trying to buckle down now misses outside for a ball so now 2-0 on Tracy Tracy went on base three times tonight two walks and a single and not only that is stolen three bases he's been wreaking havoc for the Renegades out of that leadoff spot sure we'd probably see him there Again tomorrow night when these two teams meet once again just after 7 p.m. Ironman needs to throw a strike here, checks the runner, then looks to second again. 2-0 pitch, runner's going up high, the throw to third, and it's going to skip into left field, and that'll allow another age runner to score. Coming in from third is Anderson, Powell moves up to third base, and the double steal pays off ball once again thrown away, but this time Ironman backing it up, and a run has scored thanks to the throwing error. A's have played add on it, scored two more runs here in the bottom of the eighth inning, and now lead this one five to one. So at least one of the two runs aren't earned for Ironman. I think the second one is earned despite the throwing error. I guess it depends what happens here in this at bat. It is a 3-0 count to Tab Tracy. Pitch coming, 3-0 is outside, and that's a four-pitch walk to put Tracy on, and now runners at the corners, still only one out and two already in in the inning for the A's. Second walk issued by Ironman. He is going to stick in there to face Saunders. 
One one ground ball here could send us to the ninth inning, but already a four-run deficit now for the Renegades. One more puts it out of slam distance. Pretty big lead off the of first base for Tracy. Would not be shocked to see him running here. Yep, he is going. Pitch is going to be outside for a ball and taking second base. Standing is Tracy, his fourth stolen base of the night. Pretty predictable there. Once he was reached base already with the steals and wanting to eliminate the double play possibility, he was off. No problem taking second base. And now Saunders with one that finds outfield grass could drive in two. This pitch now outside Ironman still struggling to find a command. And Saunders ahead in this at bat. A scored two in the first, one in the third, and now two more here in the eighth. Renegades just with their one run that they scored in the second inning. They've had chances. They've actually still out hit the A's, but just have not had the clutch hits that's been evading them really for the last three nights. 2-0 delivery from Ironman is upstairs. Now a ball away from back-to-back -back walks and loading the bases. Ironman fired in seven straight balls now to hitters Tracy and Saunders. So Ironman, despite looking so good in the 6th and the 7th, has not had the same amount of control, albeit not been helped by his defense. Renegades have made two errors, but uh, hasn't looked sharp, and 3-0 pitch does find the zone, so that's the first strike thrown in the last eight tries. And now a 3-1 count on Saunders. Will Walsh, the DH and relief pitcher, waits on deck. Ironman with runners on second and third, once again pitching out of the windup. He's set. And here comes the 3-1 delivery. This one off the inside corner. That's a ball, and that will load the bases still with one out. Renegades in a whole lot of trouble here in this bottom of the eighth inning. And after that walk, that looks like it's going to be the end of the line for Ironman. He'll head out, and Perkins will come in. He's going to look to play damage control as he'll come into a lot of trouble with bases loaded and one out. So as they make the change, we'll head to a quick break. Renegades now down 5-1. to one. We'll be back for the bottom of the eighth on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy, at 573-634-3983. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop.
Brennan Perkins, the new pitcher for the Renegades, coming into a whole lot of trouble in this final eighth inning against the Clorinda A's. A's already leading 5-1, and Perkins now looking to limit the damage, coming in with bases loaded and one out. He's the third pitch that the Renegades are using tonight and comes in and replaces Grayson Ironman. A's have scored two and sent now seven batters to the plate despite not having a hit. They went error hit by pitch, walk, sack fly, walk, walk. So now Will Walsh already hit a home run tonight. Grand slam opportunity here. Not playing bingo like we would at Vivian with the grand slam card, but Renegade's hoping he doesn't hit his second bomb of the night and really blow this game open. So runners at every base. Seventh batter of the inning and Walsh in, and Perkins' first delivery skips in there for a ball now 1-0. and Walsh not only at the home run, double to left, a pretty long hit fly ball his last time up. Powell, who walked at third, Tracy at second, and Saunders at first. Both of them also walked to reach as well. Two runs already in, one on the sack fly off the bat of Barks, Barksdale, and the other on the stolen base, and then throwing error by the catcher Herschel allowed Anderson to score. Pitch is going to miss low and inside. That's a ball now 2-0 and on Walsh. Nowhere to put Walsh here, so Perkins at least just needs to fire some strikes in. Ironman line still very much open, so but one and a third, two strikeouts. Did walk three, gave up one hit. Right now on the hook for one earned run, two total. This one fouled off to the left side, so now two balls and a strike. Depending on what Perkins does here, we'll decide whether or not Ironman will have just unearned runs or unearned run as well. So the fun of baseball scoring, I've learned a lot so far this season. And now get to do some math depending on what Perkins does here. So Walsh back in, just fouled off a pitch. Two balls and one strike. Renegades trail 5-1, to one, and the A's have them loaded here in the bottom of the eighth. Renegades already made two errors this inning, and this pitch low and outside. It's now 3-1 and one on Walsh and in danger of walking in a run. Do you see another pitcher out there in that Renegades bullpen? Don't know if it's Ironman or Boyer who already left just hanging out or if it's a, another one potentially warming up. Perkins has pitched a couple ball games for the Renegades this year, strictly out of relief, given a tall task here. This one hit in the air to center, moving under it as Wagner should have a play but should also score a run. Catch is made head high. The throw is going to come into second as runners tag. Coming in to score from third base is Powell and moving up to third base is Tracy in the second sacrifice fly of the inning scores the third run for the A's here in the bottom of the eighth. So Powell, Anderson, and Sands have all come in to score. Give Walsh the RBI and now a 6-1 ball game. So now with the eighth batter of the inning coming to the plate and Cam Kellen Perkins can Look to end this one and send us to the ninth, but now a whole lot more work to do for the Renegades, trailing by five. Runners at the corners. Here's Perkins' first pitch, and then misses inside to Kelton. Kelton, 0 for 4, has popped out three times and grounded out once. Peterson would be the last hitter to come to the plate this inning. Waits on deck. Last of the nine hitters, pardon me. 1-0 pitch from Perkins is way inside, and that gets Kelton, and that'll load the bases once again. Second hit by pitch of the inning by Renegades pitching, and Kelton will get to reach for the first time tonight. Two sack flies to go with the stolen base and throwing error. Pushed across the three runs so far for the A's, and a chance for more with the bases loaded. And ninth hitter of the inning to come to the plate, and Max Peterson with nowhere to put him with bases loaded. 
Still not in it. Sole hit this inning for the A's. They scored three and loaded them up without a single hit. Perkins' first pitch is going to be not going to be counted. Time was called before the pitch was delivered. Granted to Peterson. So now we'll do the first pitch of the at-bat once again. Tracy at third, Saunders at second, and Kelton at first base. Peterson, who is 0 for 3, reached twice on a walk and an error, steps in. First pitch to him, misses low, it bounces away. Herschler can't find it, and that's going to allow everyone to advance and a run to score. That one skipped away in the dirt. Tracy easily able to come on home, and that's another run scored, the fourth of the inning for the A's. On the play, Saunders also took third, and moving up to second was Kelton. So now first base open once again, and a 1-0 count to Peterson. Sands, who had off this inning, reached on an error way back when against Ironman, waits on deck. Who knows how this inning would have changed for the Renegades had they not made an error to start this inning off. This pitch nabs the outside corner. Perkins delivers, and now one ball, one strike count on Peterson. Renegades play straight up defense on the infield. Don't even hold the two runners on. They're just worried about out number three right now. This pitch fell off, and now the Renegades are strike away from finally ending this bottom of the eighth and sending us to the ninth inning. Now a 7-1 to one ball game. The A's lead. Perkins just came in a couple batters ago. Looking to get his second out. Renegades have used Boyer, Ironman, and Perkins. Perkins now sets. He's ahead 1-2 on Peterson, and the delivery misses low. It's now two balls and two strikes. Renegades have struck out six batters tonight. In comparison, Renegades have struck out themselves seven times. Renegades are currently out hitting the A's by one hit and yet trail by six runs. A's don't have a hit in this bottom of the eighth inning yet have scored four. His pitch grounded to short. Lovich to his right makes the backhand scoop. Long throw over to first. is going to pull Rocket Bomber off the bag. Did he get the tag? No, he did not. And they rule the runner safe. And another throwing error this inning allows it to continue. And it's now 8-1. to one. Rocket Bomber was confident that he got the tag there on the way by on Peterson. But it was not called. And that allows another runner to score. And we're now going to have a meeting between the home plate umpire and the field umpire. Pull, pulled, rock, throw, pulled Rocket Bomber off the bag, but Rocket Bomber believed that he got the tag on on the way by, and after the meeting, they still rule safe, and that's run number five of the inning coming in to score. It's no RBI, but Saunders does touch the plate there. Moving up to third base on the play was Kelton. Peterson now at first, and Sands, the 10th batter to come to the plate descending for the A's, led this thing off. And what feels like an eternity ago now steps in. Perkins' first delivery off the inside corner now, ball 1 0. Hooking ahead to the Renegades, top of the ninth, where they'll trail by seven runs. They'll start with the bottom of the order, Roger Bomber, Herschler, then back to the top in Forte. Runners going, the throw to second base, the tag by Lovich, actually no tag, and in there safely with a stolen base is Peterson. Also a ball on the play, so now two balls and no strikes on Sands. I think he's had trouble with stolen bases tonight. That's the second this inning, actually third this inning. We were looking now at six or seven stolen bases tonight for the entire A's collectively. So 8-1 ball game, Perkins looking to get the final out. This pitch on the outside corner, first strike delivered to Sands. Now a two ball, one strike counts. 
Five already in this inning. Sands, Anderson, Powell, Tracy, and Saunders have all got a trot on home. And two more in scoring position. Could really break this thing open. This pitch ripped out to left field. Sinking fast forward after it. And that's down for a base hit. Two runs are in. That's a two RBI single delivered by Sands. And now a 10-1 ball game. Out in front are the A's. So this nightmare inning continues here in the bottom of the eighth. And I'm not for sure about this, but I believe if one more run were to cross, that would mean a run rule and a walk-off for the A's. But they're going to have to send a runner all the way around from first base in the just two RBS single-wing Sands. First pitch misses outside for a ball. That's to Anderson. Renegades came into this inning trailing just by two, but have given up seven runs despite only allowing one hit. Pitch now is swung on, hit in the air to center, should be playable for out number three. Couple come after it, four, and Wagner coming in. Wagner fell to the ground. Did he make the catch? He did, and that's out number three. And the inning after 11 batters comes to an end on an acrobatic grab by Wagner falling to the ground. So we'll head to the ninth now. Renegades trailing by a whole lot more than they have been. It's a 10-1 ball game. We'll be back in just a moment. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Renegades coming to the plate now showing by a score of 10 to 1 and giving up seven runs in the bottom of the eighth inning on only one hit. Leading off this top of the ninth will be Rock Around, where came in as a pinch hitter a couple innings ago. Hits this first one out to right, going back as the right fielder. Now slowing up and making the catch is Sands for out number one. Will Walsh looks to be back out for his third inning of work. Came into this game in the seventh win, just a two-run lead. So believe, despite the fact that it's now a nine-run game, he would still get a save, at the very least a hold, because he came in in a save opportunity. 
baseball scoring is hard i've learned especially tonight i've usually we'll we'll try and say what p- each pitcher is giving up runs and earned runs and unearned but after the seventh and the at the very least three errors that the renegades have made i can't even begin to try and tell you how many will be charged to ironman or perkins on their season eras but just know the renegades have given up 10 runs they've used boyer ironman and perkins I can tell you that Boyd will only be charged for one earned run, but the other nine is whose guess as to whether those will be charged to Ironman or or uh, Perkins based on the uh, inability to play a whole lot of defense there that last inning for the Renegades. His pitch up and away, so it is three and one on Joe Herstler. Herstler bats nine tonight, number one hitter. Forte waits on deck. Renegades trailing big. This one misses outside, and that's a Renegades base runner as Herschler walks with one out here in the ninth. Renegades were in this one for most of the game. They showed a lot of fight, especially on the pitching mound with Boyer. I wanted to talk about him just because at least early did not have the strikeout pitch going. Was looking at a lot of deep at-bats, a lot of base runners, and still find a way to make it through five and two-thirds innings. Only gave up the one earned run. Uh, he's most likely going to take the loss tonight, but not really a bad bad effort on his end. Just a tough night for the Renegades at the plate, facing a really good pitcher as well. Don't want to discredit the work that Mason Ramos did, and currently in line for the win after going six innings, only gave up the one run. Count is currently 2-0 on Forte, now back into the box, swung on and missed. So now he's in a 2-1 count, bats here with Herschler on first base, Renegades trail. By more than a couple runs, I'll put it that way, batting in the top of the ninth inning. Forte lefty batter back in there. This one swung on and missed, kind of a half swing attempt there. So now it's two balls and two strikes on Forte. He's 0 for 4. Wagner, who made the falling catch to end the bottom of the eighth, waits on deck. Gates two outs away from dropping their fourth straight. Clorinda would move to 17 and 7. It's ball fired in there, and that's a called strike on Forte. Nothing he can do with that one. And that is out number two as for the eighth time tonight. The Renegades are rung up on strikes. Forte retired there. It was a tough pitch to take, but he gets rung up on it. And Will Walsh, who's now through two and two-thirds innings, has struck out five batters. So Cole Wagner, the last hope for the Renegades. Lefty-lefty matchup. Herschel on first base. He's going to take off for second. They're going to throw down Herschel the slide. The throw was late, and that's a stolen base for the Renegades. And now a chance maybe for a little bit of momentum heading into tomorrow. They could score a run if Wagner can single in Herschler. Herschler at second base. They don't hold him on. He walked, just stole second. Wagner in a 1-0 count facing Will Walsh. Went the last two and two-thirds and gets a swing and a miss here. So now one ball and one strike. Wagner has been good tonight at the plate. Been on base three times, two singles and a walk. Also grounded out. Walsh's delivery to Wagner. This one on the outside corner. Good location there. And now it's one ball, two strike. Herschel at second. Down to the last strike. Here's the pitch to Wagner. This one fouled off to the left side. And the Renegades, at least for the moment, are still alive here in this one. We'll just get back at it tomorrow. I invite you to tune in with us just before 7 p.m. before these two teams face off once again here at Municipal Stadium. Renegades and A's for the fourth and final time this season tomorrow before the Renegades head back home. 1-2 pitch to Wagner. This one hit in the air. That's foul and out of play. Hit a mile high. And a almost catch made by a fan over there. And Falgallon is ready to give some props. Would have been a 
would have been a nice one, but just evaded the glove of whoever that is hanging out in foul territory. So, One ball, two strike. We'll do it again to Wagner. Here's the delivery. This one outside. It kicks away, and Herschler's going to trot on up to third base on the wild pitch. Wagner started to take the bat off his shoulder, did not wave at it, and now any sort of hit by Wagner would uh, make it a one-run game had it been an inning earlier. Sadly for the Renegades, it is not, so they're going to need a lot more all with two outs here. Two balls, two strikes. Walsh looking to put an end to this one. Wagner back in. Here's the pitch. This one just off the outside corner. Powell wanted the call there, didn't get it, and now it's run full to Wagner. Luke Fuller, the left fielder tonight, waits on deck for the Renegades if Wagner can keep this game alive. Three balls, two strikes, and here's the pitch. This one, fly ball, shallow left side, third baseman Sands going after it in foul territory, and he makes the catch, and that's the old ball game, ladies and gentlemen, at Montepole Stadium. So, Renegades drop their four straight. Struggles on offense continue, but tomorrow's a new day. We'll see if they can get back at it and potentially win what will be their 10th road game of the season. Final score, A's take this one 10-1. Michael Ramos will get the win. He went six strong innings, allowed one run. Will Walsh the three innings. He gets the save since he came in in a safe situation. Braden Boyer did not pitch bad, went five and two-thirds innings, gave up three runs, only one earned. He takes the loss. Ironman and Perkins also pitched while Walsh also pitched for the A's. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us tonight, despite not the result that the Renegades wanted. Still a competitive one for at least the first seven and a half innings, and the A's now get to celebrate on their home turf. They move to 17-7, flex their muscle, and show why that they are tied for first place in the best division in the league. Renegades drop to 9-13. and They'll drop now to two games back of Joplin. That's not including the Joplin Outlaws result today, so it could maybe be two and a half. But regardless, handshakes all around for the A's out there on the mound. And that will do it for me here tonight as the Renegades will regroup and look to get back at it tomorrow. So from the Dock and Home Direct Broadcast booth, once again, I appreciate everyone so much for tuning in with me tonight. Hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast and hope you'll tune in once again tomorrow night. Just before 7, we'll be on the air between the Renegades and the A's. Final score tonight, Renegades lose this one 10-1, to although they tie up in hits category. So I guess that's a moral victory if you want to look at it that way. So enjoy the rest of your Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. I hope we can stay clear of rain and be back tomorrow. But for now, this is Ben Schmidt signing off on the Show Me Sports Network. Have a good rest of your evening, everyone. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Cartier. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. 
We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.